This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. It's episode 579. You sure? Yes, of the Working Class Bowhunter podcast. We're still here. If that's wrong, I'll give somebody a shirt and a high five. Figure out how to get it. <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> Episode 579, Kurt Geyer here. Eric Hammond. Doug Schmidt. Austin Chandler. And our guest of the hour, Mr. Killer, wherever he goes, it seems like, Mr. Eric Schemmel. Schemmel. I was going to, yep. I forgot how to say it already. That's all right. It's bombed a lot. It's all right, though. We all, all our names get murdered, but yep. it's fine. Hey, thanks for coming to the Absolutely. studio. Absolutely. No, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for making the drive. Yeah. We met you at the Wisconsin Dells show. Yeah. Um, and nope. yeah, in Wisconsin, a couple Dells. years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you came in this year. And I'm like, why don't you come down and let's do a podcast? Absolutely. So we're yeah. now scheduled that from well, it's been a, several weeks, but right. that's all right. So yeah, thanks for coming down, man. No problem. Yeah, thanks for. We're kind of making you sit around while we read ads and do other podcast stuff. But <laughs> do other, the do all the bullshit. Hey, I'm here for it. We at least gave you beer. Yeah, hey, yeah. beer's free. You bought, <laughs> you brought us cheese. We yeah. gave you beer. Hey, got to bring it from Wisconsin. That's a good trade. A lot of Wisconsin guys in the studio this year. There is, yeah. To calculate them up. Always bringing cheese and bourbon. I love it. 
cheese and beer earn your way back pretty easily right well dude we're gonna get to you but we're gonna force you to sit through our ads that's fine we've been uh you have to read some yeah yeah i'm gonna be like all right what do you think about this and see if you can plug in right you probably plug in better than doug probably doug who's our title sponsor elite archery tell me about it oh they got the omnia I expected that you were all shooting it. that we're all shooting for bear camp which already came out the marathon week the marathon and then uh carbon arrows out slickered and chit that's probably what i'm used for deer season probably honestly why i don't know just because it looks good slick and like bow of the year yeah bow of my year about to be i literally thought he was gonna say elite archery i like him <laughs> that's pretty much what you get out of Doug. Elite <laughs> archery, buy one. <laughs> buy one. <laughs> All right, Doug, you kill it. You're you're a marketing genius. Thank you. You guys gonna have a what's oh the tattoo bats a thing? You guys haven't started talking shit yet. It's about time. It ain't time yet. Talking shit. Not time yet. Bear should've, season's over after shit. July fourth, and it's on. Yep. Should have bet on a bear. Well, you didn't. Yeah, I didn't. It was a boa hunting bet though. I'm not, I'm not hating on you. I'm just saying. Yeah, that one I counted. Seemed like a little hate there. So, I wasn't so, hey, hey, so technically, <laughs> if we were if we were betting on it, it'd still be even because you shot with a gun. Oh, you're right. You know about this better? I no. Fill them in. Did you hear about our bet from last year? Yeah, I know about that bet. Okay, so we decided not to make another bet for this year, but then we end up making a bet. Two hours later, they Two bet. Two hours later. <laughs> yeah, season ended. Yeah. It was that ATA show they made this bet. Yeah, like, the whole ride to ATA show, which was in, in Indy. Sure. We talked about, hey, we're not making any bets. Like, that was dumb. We're just going to have a nice, fun year. Nice, fun year. We're going to enjoy ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then, no pressure. Know, we get there, and fucking three hours later, we're trash in a fucking bar. And uh, you came at me with the bet. Yeah, I, I first offered to shave his mustache down to a one guard. Eric's like, a betting sure. man. I'm like, hey, that'll grow back. Like, who cares? Yeah, it's yeah. a mustache. Yeah. He said, no way. Ooh. So I said, okay, how about Elmer Fudd tattooed on your ass with bunny tracks leading to your butthole? Deer shook, tracks. Deer tracks. Bunny tracks, whatever. Yeah, that point doesn't really matter. And he shook my hand. Yeah. Who'd second, you bet on? Second best mustache I've ever seen anyways. Well, yeah, sh- first, let's give a shout out to the, the first best. Oh, uh, Tyler Jensen. It's not the oh. first best. but Tyler Jensen's taking Doug's job, I think. It's pretty Ooh. good. That's not even true. Tyler, you're hired. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, you're hired. I'll He's so a, upset. I'll give him a veteran shout out, too. Yeah, we so, need a veteran shout out because Doug is bailing at his job. the Marine Corps. To the second best mustache. Oh. Uh-huh. Were you in the Marine Corps? No. Oh. Was not for you, though. That mustache has never <laughs> fought for our fucking freedom, Doug. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So fuck your so, mustache. Second work, place. I work for it. Your yeah. your mustache is the Canada of North America. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows it's us, Canada, than Mexico. Like right. They're just there for moral support. Yeah. yeah. Hey, at least it's not the Mexican mustache. <laughs> that one's very thin and pencil yeah. How dare you insult me? <laughs> These colors don't run. <laughs> Arriba. <laughs> this is getting racist. Okay, this is how we're doing our ads this show, and I'm okay with it. And uh, if you're not, forward 15. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe forward 30. I don't know. Uh, podcast is brought to you by, uh, we're going to make Doug do all our ads. Okay. Wait, wait, you, you do your veteran shout out first? Nice excuse to get out of it. That's, I mean, I wish, we could rock a veteran yeah. shout out. Why not? It's our um, show. Well, besides Tyler, I got uh, my cousin Nick. He's yeah. uh, based out of. Colorado right now, been in the military for, I think he's in for 18 years right now. Damn. Smokes. He's almost done. He's in the Air Force. Uh, my cousin Brian was in the Navy for a few years, too. So he, cool. he was in when we first started, right after 
Oh, man. Awesome. Yeah. So awesome. He's got, Thank you, guys. He's got some stories, but no, I bet. Both, both good guys. and Both hunters? Oh, big hunters. We got to get so him on our... My cousin, uh, uh, my cousin Brian, he's now a stay-at-home dad, so he's living the life. He's got a nice sugar mama at home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dang, how do you those? You know, oh, we, we should do like a veteran shout-out day where we invite veterans to come and do a podcast. What I was thinking, right. too, are they gun hunters, too? Um, He does do a little gun hunting, yeah, but he's, he's a big bull hunter. Cool. So he actually shot a... Uh, he was part of a one of the turkey competitions this year. Oh, okay. So he's in first place. Shot Tom with five beards and... What? Oh. Yeah, he's in, he was in the running for ten grand or something like that. No Holy kidding. Smokes. Yeah. Yep. Dang. Yeah. You guys are such. I was going to say. Congrats to him and thank yeah, you for your service. Yeah. Thanks yeah, guys thank for your service. service. What a yeah, badass. Sound like studs and great thank mustache you, on the one. So. Uh, yeah. Well, it's good. It's great, but no. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's well, great. Well, we ought to. Uh, what I was going to say is our firearm podcast, Victory Drive. Uh, Jacob, the host of that, is a veteran, so it'd be kind of cool to get him sure. to chop up on there and yeah. talk about that. Get him, get him linked up. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Make some introductions Absolutely. that way. Well, cool. Thanks, guys, for your service. Thanks for yeah. the shout-out. Yeah. Doug didn't have one for Barathon Week. Thanks, guys. Thank you for your service. Doug just Appreciate shit it. on. <laughs> <laughs> just catching the brunt of it. Austin, you're wearing a big-time hat, so I'm going to make you plug big-time. I thought I Doug do was doing all of them. Well, I'll help out a little bit. I'll pull my weight. I'm here. starting okay. to feel bad for him. <laughs> no, so I'm mad he'd help. <laughs> we've uh, we've been popping in the clover. Been using a lot of foundation clover. Um, we got the screens going. We got the the borderline going. Well, they're in the ground. It's in the ground, and my I've actually got some that's starting. <laughs> it's it germinated. I can see the rose. We just need a little more rain to keep it going. So um, we're waiting on the buck brunch. We got some buck brunch. To August. go in here, yeah, late August, early September. But I mean, we we use this stuff every year, and we seem to go back to the same thing every year. It just works. Yep. You know. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any debating if we actually use it or not. Yeah, we we believe in it. I mean, we're killing deer over this stuff. So yeah, I'm uh, very hopeful for my borderline. And dude, we've got no rain. Like I, I got. I planted mine before we left for Wyoming because we had a chance of rain coming that next week. I was gonna leave plant mine before Manitoba, and I. You didn't it, gain. You wouldn't have gained made a anything. Difference. No, yeah. it's still sitting in the ground. I'm gonna go check it tomorrow. I guarantee it's not coming Dude, up yet. I thought about. I'll fill my tractor bucket full of water and go up there and just start dumping it. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what we can do though. Let's put out some feed for them. There you <laughs> go. Right, some platinum. Must That's be right. nice. Get them platinum horns. You can do that in Wisconsin too, can't you? Supplemental no. feed. Nope. It's per county. Oh, oh, it is. Uh, northern part of the state, you can. Yeah. So oh, where, where I hunt, where I live, and where I hunt, we can't. We can't use mineral. Uh, we can't use. Feed. We can put food pots and stuff in because yeah. it's a growing crop. Illinois, it's your same well, way as us. Yeah, which yeah. that sucks. So he's just Hold in northern there. Illinois, pretty much. It's not much different. We just need <laughs> to make us here. South Wisconsin, right? That, there you go. It's pretty damn flat down here. Yeah, it's flat. Oh, but yeah. but you know, if they just deleted Chicago, I'd be South Wisconsin, hundred percent, or East Iowa. Sure. Yeah, you join Iowa. I would or Missouri. It'd be cooler to be a part of Missouri. I think. We get rifle season. And what, so you can drink when you're a passenger? That's pretty cool. That's, that's, what's, pretty cool. Cool. that's what's captain, ain't it? I thought yeah. it was Missouri. No, you drink when you drive, drink when you're a passenger. <laughs> you drink when you drive. I heard Wisconsin, if you if you blow a .04, you're still good to work. Is that true? Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you blow a yeah. .04, they make fun of you. Yeah. <laughs> you, push, hey, you, better, you better go back to those the Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> you need to go bump home. those numbers up. Go home. Go home. You're too sober. <laughs> Insubordinate. Yeah. No, that's bad. That's uh, pretty good. Well, the podcast also brought to you by Huntworth. And I'll tell you why I like Huntworth. We need to like change up the order we do our ads just to keep people on their toes. But 
Um, dude, the Shelton hoodie. Love mm. it. Mm-hmm. Durham mm. lightweight pants. I got a. I discovered I was experimenting with some sizes. I wear both a medium and a large. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of right there in between. I'm like fat enough to where I can wear a large. No offense to anybody that wears a large normally, but then I'm like, I could still pull off a medium. I wish there was an in between size. A large of a charge, large and a medium, yeah. and it'd be perfect for me. My legs are too long for the medium. Yeah, if I just lose a little weight, I'd be a medium perfectly. But I'm like Doug said, I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I, I I just was like curious because I mean I've been rocking large ever since I started wearing Huntworth, and it's been fine. I'm just like oh, I'm curious, you know, because I, mm-hmm. I around the line, I'm like oh, just in case I wear that. But it's nice in the winter because I'll put like a base layer on underneath. Yep, I probably and, killed and more it. animals out of that hoodie than I have any other. Oh, every animal I've killed for the last two and a half years. That's, I've been wearing it. Yeah. I've been wearing that too. The, maybe the only exception would be like Africa because I think I even wore it because <laughs> hotter shit. Over oh, you know, I did wear it with nothing underneath. Yeah, that's actually worked out kind of nice. You were naked underneath it. Yeah, no shirt on underneath. It's a hoodie. Damn. Clint wears hoodies like that all the time. I was like, you're a psychopath. Yeah, that's a freaking zero. That's the thing right? normal people do, I guess. It's a Ohio thing, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. They do that in Wisconsin? If Quint's doing it, it's got to work, right? Apparently. <laughs> Killing bears in Montana. Montana. I don't know. But I like Huntworth. You should check it out, too. Love it. WCB15. Um, bunch of gear. They gave We gave away a bunch of stuff at the shoot, so shout out to Huntworth for providing that. Yep. Um, old Barn Taxidermy. What are you doing with the bear, Doug? Oh, we're going full body. What kind? Like what style? Got to. Uh, I'd be going up at an angle. I can't do straight up because it won't fit in my house. That's how big it is. Oh, you're going to put your house out the studio? Well, I don't know. <laughs> we were going to do, remember our, our plan? Attacking the Attacking giraffe. Attacking the giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam just goes, well, give me the measurements. <laughs> I love that. I like how any idea you throw at Sam, he's like, well, we, we can do it. Yeah. We should get it on a strip pole. Africa uh, versus the West. I love it. Yeah. What happened here? So <laughs> when all the continents but you were gotta, touching. <laughs> you well, gotta, what happened? You gotta, make, you gotta make the giraffe the aggressor, like have his teeth out, like biting the bear's ass. <laughs> and the bear's like... <laughs> <laughs> like the giraffe's about ready to grab and just throw the bear. <laughs> it's like Br- brontosaurus or whatever the thing is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going full body. But you're gonna, you're not going to do upright. You're going to do like... No, nah, it's going to like go up at an angle. Yeah, that'd be, be better. And then probably, I don't know. I'm I think, curious why I you didn't want to put it at the studio. Oh, I just didn't think we had room. Do what? For such a big bear. And when we get the neighboring building done. So big. Do, do an open mouth. Uh, do, an, do an open mouth, but not with teeth showing. Just an open mouth. Okay. With the, with Naturally. The yeah, I don't, the, the yeah, yeah, I don't like yeah. the, them, them the big, growling. Them big bears like that, they, they constantly have their mouth open. Cause he did have his mouth open. Yeah. Panting. It, when, when you get a bear in front of you, that mouth is open, panting like that. that that's a big bear. That's what you want. Do that. Do natural open. Natural Don't do aggressive open. Have the hey, lip Doug, hanging do, down do, a little bit. Do whatever you want. I'm going to put a bottle opener in its mouth. Just kidding. Not a bad idea. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> the guy from Wisconsin's like, hey, that's, yeah, that's hey. fucking sick. Well, we're going to have this building done over here. It'd be, look, be sick over there. Yeah. I'd, well, yeah. In the that's basement. Fine. I can go there. Just an idea. You can put it at your house if you want. But I don't know. Press, press your ladies. Ladies. <laughs> you going to ride my bear? <laughs> Check out Old Barn, the Mountain Lion Mount. Sweet. Get on our Facebooks if you want, and Instagrams if you want to check out the Mountain Lion and the Gyrebuck replica. I need to do a good video showcasing like how crazy the Gyrebuck replica looks. It's just and just the details of the Mountain Lion too. It's just it's crazy. Um, thing of beauty. Loophole optics. Loophole eyewear. That's what we need to be talking about. Mm. Underrated, especially now. People are fishing. 
need to get our uh, tackle and tacos boys and girls on the loophole eyewear game because do you hate the sun <laughs> do you hate the sun? Yes, I Loophole do. Loophole eyewear. Loophole eyewear. <laughs> Dude, I'm not going to lie. I love the sun, but I also hate it. Like, I can't go outside without them things on. Man. I can't either. My eyes are so sensitive. I live yeah. with them. I live with them. Mm. Got to have them on. Check out Loophole eyewear. Uh, trophy line. Uh, go-to platform. You guys got to get in the saddle game. Yeah. Me and Austin, are yeah, you a saddle hunter, Eric? No, I'm not. God. I've never done it. Me and it's Austin. It's fun, man. Lightweight, quiet. Put that baby on your back. You don't even know it's there. It's cool when it works. Oh, yeah. It's fun. EDPs I killed my buck out of. But I'm going to do the Onyx this year. That's this goal. year it's happening. You're going to do it? You're doing it? Yep, I'm doing it. All right, I'll do it too then. Ooh, Ooh. is this a saddle bow competition all of a sudden? I'm going to shoot a doe before you out of it. I smell a bet. Oh, oh a doe bet. A doe bet. Now. Eric. Eric, no Eric do tell. Eric, you got this. I'm always the guy making the bet. I'm just waiting to hear the offer. All right. No more bets. Trophy line. <laughs> Come on, the trophy line. National Saddle Hunting Day bet. You got to kill it before National Saddle Hunting Day. When the that? fuck is that? November. Oh, okay. The dough. Come on, boys. I can't Spice think of Spice it up. I'm terrible better. Make it. Let's I not. disagree to his bets. Eric. Eric goes. It, I'm, I'm letting him make the bet this time. Eric goes too deep on his bets. He what do does. you mean? Tattoo or nothing. Yeah, it's like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you got to try black tar heroin once. And <laughs> like, what? No, I got, I got one tattoo already. Might as well get another one. Bets are off. Doug's like, you son of a bitch. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Damn. Shave your mustache or we're doing heroin. <laughs> Let's do some drugs. <laughs> <laughs> this segment brought to you by Trophy Line. And you can use code WCB2310. Don't do drugs. Do saddle hunting. That's <laughs> also brought to you by Dare. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. They love that. Uh, <laughs> also brought to you by Camel Fire. Delete your browser history. Doug's really cool. Of course. Of here. course. And if you're not into uh, drugs or saddle bets, you could also just go with a tree stand and get a Novix tree stand instead. That's, you uh, could do that. Made in America. Play it safe. Play it safe. Go WCB10. Skip the heroin. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? That's what happens when you get our ads. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I'm curious about these bets. These bets are gonna be fun. I'll uh, I'll just hunt out of my Novix, my trophy line stuff quietly while you guys sit there and uh, bet over tattoos and heroin. You guys are like old, dirty rock stars. What do you mean? Why? Heroin and tattoos. The heroin thing was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need. I'm I'm confused. I don't get it. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's get the Let's hell get out of here. Let's get on with the show. Yeah, yeah, let's Jesus get on with the show. Uh, <laughs> I went for a Eric, while where the hell are you from, dude? Thanks uh, for sitting through our ads. I'm from Donahue, uh, Iowa. Oh, that Eric, sorry. <laughs> Damn it. Southern Wisconsin. Southern. So, southeast edge, kind of. Um, I don't like to admit it, but I'm about 45 minutes from Milwaukee. So I tell everybody else, kind of that Lake Geneva, Alpine Valley. Okay. Area. My dad used to live in Racine. Yeah. we used to, I actually uh, was born in Racine. Lived there for three, four oh. years, and then we got out of it. Kind of ghetto. Kind of ghetto. Getting yeah. a little, uh, yeah. little out of hand. Yeah, well, again, the riffraff so, there is a little yeah, wild. Yeah, yep. So we're 35, 40 minutes I've ever seen. So, dude, you're always killing, like, big stuff. So I'm like, trying to. When did you start uh, hunting? Like, was big whitetails always part of your thing, or did you, like, evolve into that? Or Kind of kind of evolved into it, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. We used to hunt public land. Central state of uh, Wisconsin was actually Adams County. Mm -hmm. So it was nothing but sand. There's no good nutrients, nothing. Uh, bucks never got really, really big, big. Um, yeah. First buck I ever killed, I was on a, a week vacation with my dad. I was 14 years old, so I had to hunt with him. Mm -hmm. You know, I couldn't be separated. I got to be within eye 
shot and oh. within earshot, so you have to be able to see them and hear them. Um, <laughs> so we were doing all day sit. We're about three quarters of a mile back into the swamp, and I had a. Uh, I was getting cold, so I went to put my bibs on. I'm up in a climber. I'm only about, I'd say, eight, ten feet up. How you're fourteen in a climber? I was fourteen in a climber. Yeah. Trying to put bibs on. So, trying to put bibs on in my climber. So. Flip the seat up. I had knee-high boots on because we're going through swamps and stuff like yeah. that. There's a bunch of fingers that go out, like, on the Pete and Wall flowage, mm-hmm. part of the Wisconsin River. Is this near, like, Wisconsin um, Rapids? Uh, just south, yeah, about 20 minutes south. I just know it's real sandy yeah. and stuff there. Oh, yeah, yeah. bad. So um, about 10 o'clock in the morning, we're doing all-day sits. And uh, I went to put my bibs on because I was getting a little cold. And I got the bibs on, didn't have my boots on yet. And I went to go put my jacket on, and I went to grab my bow. I just I don't have a bow hanger at that time. So I would just lay it across my lap all day. God, and, dude. And, <laughs> so, um, the hell did you what, do with it when you put the, your bibs on? I, I leaned it up kind of where the chain goes to the tree and the platform. I kind of wedged it in there, <laughs> and it held. I mean, that that's where I would put it when I was doing that other shit up there. You know? Right. Um, so I went to go grab, and I look up, and I could see a deer coming through the cattails, and he stepped out, and it was just you know, a good buck. Yeah. We don't, you don't pass anything over a, I would say, 14, 15 inch wide, eight to 10 pointer. That's, yeah. That's a damn good buck for yeah. that area. Yeah. Public land. For you don't, sure. You don't let him go. Yeah. So this buck stepped out. I seen it was a good buck and I waited. And as he was coming at the tree, I'm kind of on both sides of the tree, kind of, you know, leaning back, putting my arrow on both sides. With no boots on? No boots on. <laughs> no, my boots are, my boots are sitting under the seat <laughs> and I'm leaning back in my tree. I'm waiting for this deer, you know, and this deer turned and finally come out to my right, got drawn back and I. I got the shot off at six yards on this deer. Damn. So At 14. At 14. So this arrow went through him. He jumped across, and he stood, I don't know, he was 60 yards from me, but my dad could see him as well, and he heard the shot. Uh, then the deer standing there, tail flickering, turned. I remember him headed straight west, and he took off like a bat out of hell. I mean, just gone. Mm-hmm. So my dad called me, and on the radio, we didn't know no phones or anything like that. Yeah. So he hit me on the radio. He's like, did you hit that deer? And I'm like, yeah, I, I hit him good. You know, and he's like, well, it looked like it was in his neck. I'm like, well, it wasn't in his neck. It was, you know, mid-body, I'd say. Yeah. And uh, he's like, well, let's give it like an hour and we'll get down. <laughs> so he's in a climber as well. About five minutes go by, he starts getting off his tree. You know, he can't <laughs> it's an hour. Yeah. That's an hour. <laughs> an so, hour in deer time. Right. Deer so, kill, when you kill a deer at time. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we get down, go grab my arrow. The arrow is just covered in blood. And we go over to where it was standing. We find some good sprays and stuff. And he didn't run too far. Piled up, probably about a hundred and close to that, like one forty ten pointer. Did you shoot Dude, that's a stud. Did you shoot him in the neck? No, I shot him behind the shoulder. Okay. Um, it was a little far back, but it was kind of quartering away. So he I, probably I, saw it. I punched like, pitched up. Well, he thinks what it was is maybe a branch or something. When he turned, we didn't you didn't hunt with binoculars or anything. Oh yeah, so, yeah. So you're looking out at 80, 90 yards, and he's like. You're four, you know, being 14 years old, you don't know where the fuck you're going to hit a buck like yeah. that. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, you know, and we ended up finding that deer. So my, my grandpa, um, he would park at the corner. It was a gravel road. He'd park at that corner. So we called grandpa like, hey, Eric shot a buck. We're going to start dragging him out if you want to start headed in. He knew where we were at. And at the time, this was, this was 15, 16 years ago now. And this this guy was huffing it back there. I mean, we weren't quarter mile from where we were dragging that buck and we ran into my grandpa i mean he was jacked you know he was that's awesome yeah that's awesome so i can only imagine though you know yeah yep so we got we got the buck out everything else um but that was the first buck i killed that's cool where it it all started huh 
Yeah, pretty much. Um, what year was that? I just. Well, uh, I was going to ask you how old you are, but that's kind of rude. But. I'm, I'm 31 now. So, yeah, you're the same. I'm 32. So, so, yeah. So, yeah. same ballpark. Same age. Yeah. So, oh, um, four. Yeah. Yep. Ish. Yeah. yeah. So, we, uh, anyways, we uh, get the buck out, everything else, and head back, and it was just nothing but, you know, Grandpa had a, a keg sitting in the fridge. <laughs> Love and with a okay. Of course he did. That's Wisconsin. So, I thought you were going to say in his truck. Yeah. No, so, <laughs> I got to get back, have, you know, half a glass of, uh, I think it was Red Dog. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, so, damn. Yeah. That's awesome. They let you have a beer. Yep. So half. It was not even half, probably just a little palm spot. See, that's cool. Good. That's so, real cool. Yeah. But uh yeah, that's kind of where it all where it all started. I mean, I was hunting since I've been twelve when I was legal too. I've been sitting with uh my cousin Brian I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Sat with him a couple times when I was seven, eight years old. So he's a little bit older than I am. Yeah. Um but I remember sitting with him a few times and it's very cool. Yeah. So how long, like, was your dad, like, real into hunting, like, big buck hunter, or was he just, like, a hunter and just he, got you into just it? Just a traditional hunter. So he, yeah. was a, he was a traditional hunter, but he was, he always bull hunted. Mm-hmm. And my uncles, my my grandpa, they all kind of got away from the bull hunting a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, and my dad always stuck to it. He always took his week, that second week, November, went up to central Wisconsin, and he bull hunted for the week. So Tradi- then, with traditional equipment? Uh, Yeah, it was just regular bull, um, everything else traditional, and then when the you know, the small camps came out. I think he had a PSC back yeah. in the day. It was like P, I don't know, Stingray maybe. Yeah, w- straight wood grip style. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, old. So, um, but yeah, that's what he used right away. And I always had hand-me-downs. So mm-hmm. the first buck I shot was with a hand-me-down bull as well. And um, yeah, so it kind of went from there. It's awesome. So we hunted up there for a few years. And uh, my cousin Ray, he would have been 41 or 42 this year. So he had passed away a couple of years ago. Um, but that dude was, he was a big buck slayer. And really? He, he hunted Adams County, but he hunted some private parts. Mm-hmm. And that dude would kill big animals every year. Really? I mean, yeah. Just, so he was like a pretty good influence in you on like chasing huge, the next huge, caliber of animal. Huge influence. When I was watching him, I was, I was always asking him questions, always, always going up, you know, seeing like how he's doing it. Show me how, you know, like, right. yeah. what are you doing? You know what I mean? Cause I, I don't. I like shooting deer. You know, I like venison. We all eat venison. Yep. Um. But I, I like. I want to shoot that the next caliber. Yeah. yeah for and sure. He would always tell me. He's like, just don't shoot the little ones. He's like, if you don't shoot the little ones, he's like, you're not gonna kill them, but you're gonna see them. Yeah. So when you go home at the end of the day, you're gonna see more deer. Which to me, it's like, I guess that makes sense. Great now, advice. Now yeah. that I'm older, I see all kinds of young bucks. Yeah. You know, yeah. I let all kinds of young bucks go, and if you're shooting the young bucks, they'll never get to be old, and they're gonna kill them when you're young. Yep. yep. You and know, you learn so. more about deer behavior and everything. You, you learn a lot. Big bucks are always cooler. Oh, yeah. Like I said on oh, yeah. a couple weeks ago. It's like, yep. Yeah. I and I I like early season bucks. I like that cape or whatever. Yeah. I don't care to kill an early season buck. Oh really? No. So I like I like when they get that neck to them. Yeah. Okay. You know, that that neck, that, that little bit of swell to them. Well, your guys' season opens September fifteenth. Yeah, mid mid September. It's second second weekend of September, I think. Yeah, a little earlier than us, but still, yeah. like that couple weeks makes a difference. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. you still kill a buck October fifth. Yeah. You know, and he's still going to be there. There's way. still some bucks with velvet that first week of September, and we've traditionally have always hunted opening weekend because it was opening weekend. Of you course, know? you got to go. You got to go. go. You'd go uh, up to about I'd say three four years ago. I started not going. When do you so, start uh, doing like? Uh, do you wait for your morning hunts? Um, not really. I'd say morning hunts start. Right around that uh, Halloween time frame. Oh yeah, so yeah, you do yeah, wait. Yeah. You do oh, wait. You wait. Yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, you're not going October 5th in the morning. No. For the sake of just going. No. So I, I, I live on a little bit of land that I can hunt. 
Um, it's a small parcel. It's 12 acres. I have about a 200-acre lease five minutes up the road that I can hunt. Um, back in high school, there used to be some slammers on that property. Mm-hmm. And now I think with the publicity of hunting, everybody hunting in the area, yeah, it's really gone down quite a bit. So you don't have those four or five-year-old bucks anymore. It's more like two and three. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, if you do get a four-year-old, yeah, he slipped through the cracks. Mm-hmm, you know, right. It's rare. But uh, western part of the state is where I do most of my hunting. And uh, I would say most of the bucks I've killed in the last probably five to six years now have been mid-October to end of October. This buck right here, this uh, that yeah, thing that is a slammer. Can you tell us about this one? Where, so, yeah, so for, pe- for people listening, though, you've killed a lot of stuff. Yeah, and basically well, yeah. what I want to do is get – we haven't really done an episode like this where we get like a sample – story sure. from a few big animals you killed like we're gonna give you yeah. a variety pack of animals okay. here we'll start yeah. with whitetails you know and we're on okay. whitetails this buck i love this deer just the look of him i almost passed him up you did almost passed him up that thing's what? a slammer yeah. got some fours yeah. on him yeah yeah just so like, that's, he worse he my, that's worse than my eight pointer he went high 60s um dude he looks even bigger than that he does look bigger than that. i got two deer scored in my life and I'm not one for scoring. I like mature animals. Yeah. Uh, I know they're harder to kill. Everything else, I like the big deer, I like the deer character. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason I got those two deer scored, uh, the local archery shop I go to, Whaletail Archery. Um, whale they tail. have uh, whale tails. Yeah. <laughs> so it's bad. Sick. They got, I mean, so I know the guys really well that own the place. And they have everything in there that is, I, I wouldn't say it's like the top notch of everything, but it's everything that they believe in. Yeah, that's right? yeah, that's Perfect. Every, better. everything but, that they believe in. They, they, you know, they they use it and they have it in their store. Everything else, they don't have um, all the gimmicky shit around. Right, right. So, um, but anyways, they they throw a party on every year and they have a big buck party. Everything else. So the only reason I brought them up there is to get scored to get in that big buck party. Cool. And see where it's at. But anyways, um, yeah, that buck, uh, that was two years ago, and that was fifteenth uh, of October. I oh, so early, I consider that early season. Early, yeah. yeah. You've been in a month at that point, which is wild. Yeah. But. So, um, but yeah, I mean that that was a good year for me. That was probably one of the best years I had was two years ago between uh, you know him, the elk. I actually killed uh, five bucks that year with the bull. Holy shit! And I killed one with a gun. Five Sheesh. bucks that yeah. year with so, a bow. Did you know about that buck? Um, I I knew about him about three four days prior. Yeah. So I hang, I got an 80 acre lease out in the western part of the state. I own eight acres that butts up to it. So every buck that we've killed on that property, between like four or five of us, I've had in that eight acre property. No kidding. Yeah. So that small parcel, I'm funneling deer through left and right. So I, I made mm. a couple small changes when I bought it. Um, and it's just, it's worth like crazy. So I actually got a picture of him in that eight acres. Eight acres. Eight acres. Them small parcels, man. I'm telling you, they're 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 amazing. Second to none. I would hunt a ten acre parcel before I'd hunt an eighty. You wait, no, no, no. This up, you're not doing what I told you to do. You're supposed to tell <laughs> yeah, me sorry. that you were ten miles in yeah, on right, public right. in Wisconsin yep. or Michigan, yeah. and you knew about this buck from just some weird yeah. sense you had, and you smelled it right. and went in and killed it from the ground. Yeah, from twenty ten. No, I, I, <laughs> I took the canoe in. The canoe. Um, he's probably twelve years old. He's doing a handstand <laughs> when he shot it. Yeah, <laughs> twelve yeah. years old. So yeah, that's what, you're supposed to read the script, right? So, anyways, though, um, back up to this buck. Instead of taking that that second week of October first or November first week November, everybody seems to have a tendency to take a week for the rut. Yeah, right. And then some days you're 
day of the rot is 75, 80 fucking degrees. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The last couple of years, it has been. Year. With a it's 30 mile per hour wind, right? Yeah. So if, if you have the opportunity, I suggest taking those five days and you break it up over the season. That's so, probably smarter. You kind of like, you, you get your variety. Yeah. So that buck, the last, I want to say four or five bucks I've killed, uh, all clear that 145 ballpark. Yeah. Um, they're all over four years old and I've killed them on the first or second sit. Yeah. That's the way but to do it. That's, that's, a, that's efficient, man. That's a cold front. That's, pull, pull that mic in towards you just oh, a little bit, man. So that's 15 degrees. Um, swing. I'd say 15 degrees swing going cold. So whether it's a north wind, west wind, east wind, you know, you got to have your stand set so you know where to go. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually hunting the bottom on this buck here and I got a pond out in front of me. Uh, ponds, maybe 60, 70 yards out. And uh, this buck came down to the pond, and I got my phone out. I'm sending Snapchats to my buddies. I'm like, ah, there's a good, you know, three-year-old, whatever. I'm watching them. And this deer. This deer. Yeah. So and then <laughs> You're you take, talking shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of run my mouth at the bottom, you know. So I pulled the binoculars up, and uh, I'm looking at him. I'm like, ah, he's pretty heavy. You know, he's got some good bases. And I'm, I'm watching his threes because his threes are massive. Yep. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, maybe that buck's better than I think, you know. <laughs> So oh, shit. <laughs> one of the big things I do is I, I hunt transition areas. Mm-hmm. Um, find where the bedding's at, their food, their transition area. I'll hunt that backside of the transition area towards bedding, but I won't intrude to a spot where they'll see me. So most of my stands are 5 to 10 yards in from a field or whatever area, so I don't have to make too much noise getting yeah, my stands. Yeah. Just pop in. Yeah, yep. So this particular bucky came down, got a little drink of water, and... um. I don't drinky poo. I don't. So I'll, I'll mole paths uh, going into the water um, pretty much anywhere I want deer to funnel to. And then what I do is when I go in and spray my food plots for the fall food plots, everything else, I spray those lanes. So that way there's nothing on them. It's, yeah. it's just straight dirt. So that number one, I get tracks on so I can see what's using those. It's mm. quiet. And it's quiet getting in quiet. and you're not leaving any scent. So that's a good move. It's the, the one of the best things I've done. Um, in the last five, six years. So anyways, he can like backpack sprayer style and go in and a four wheeler. So yeah. That way it's, it's a four wheeler wide, you know, it's a little wider than normal, but you always get the brush growing over. Mm-hmm. So, but you can walk through the middle and kind of get through it. Yep. Um, but yeah, you'd be amazed cause there's, I don't, I don't pre hang stands. You just so hit, you hang and hunt. I hang and hunt, but when I hang and hunt, I leave the stand in. So I have, I, gotcha. a, I have about eight, eight to 10 hang and hunt style stands. Um, so when I go in to do my, my hunting, I don't trim anything. I don't, you know, I don't prep anything. Yeah. I just go in and I find a tree where I see the most sign and I hop in. Hmm. So you'll hang that, but then you'll leave it. I'll hang it and leave it for the year. For yeah. the year. I got so with my, my brother and my dad, uh, my brother's fiance, they want to jump over there and try to hunt, then they're welcome to. What's yeah, the reason behind that? Or is that just something you've always done? Uh, it's something I, I kind of transitioned to about four or five years ago. So the way I kind of view it is if uh, you were to come home into your living room, right, and somebody took, you know, two pictures off the wall, or if you walk into your living room and somebody had had added something or they removed something, you're going to notice it. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, driving to work, I drive past a couple fields every day, you know, with turkey season just happening, there's like three or four stumps and a tire, and the first like week or two of turkey, it always catches you. Yeah, and then yeah. after after that first couple of weeks, you know, you, you don't look at it anymore because you know it's there. You mm-hmm. know, when I see whitetails, I see the same thing. Yeah. So they they know that they know what's there, they know what's not. 
So by you going in and trimming five, six branches out, I feel like they're going to notice that. Yeah. So that's a good, I like the way you worded that. You worded that different than I thought you were going to. And I like that. A lot. Yeah. So Makes you think about it. What I, I always try to do, I always try to make my cuts. Um, well, I, any branches that I cut where that's bright white, I try not sure. to make that super visible. Yeah. Or I'll try like angle cut yeah, towards so the stand. Cut it high and out. Yeah. So you can snap it. Sure. Yep. Or like if I do trim, I put the cut in in the dirt. Right. Um, just it doesn't like shock yeah. you. Yep. I learned that hunting Ulias out west with the, in Oregon. Yeah. We we're sawing some cedars. Sure. I was like, cut them this way so they're not big white cuts and mm-hmm. like homemade blind. Yeah. So I never thought about it before. I never that. thought about that either. Yeah. So <laughs> what I what I do is when I walk in on the trail, I'm watching trees, and I'm watching for a spot in the trees that I can sit. Oh, you're kind of oh, like peeking up. So I'm I'm walking to where that deer would be, and then I'm kind of bending over a little bit, kind of looking left and right, like, all right, this is going to work. You're hanging so, for your pocket. Yeah, yeah. I, I want a couple pockets where I can shoot those lanes. So it doesn't look very well from the ground, but when you get in that tree and you're shooting out, I mean, you can move six inches left or right, and you're going to have a window. Yeah. And you know, you're gonna be I bet you happen. never get caught drawing your bow. I never get caught. Yeah. So I, I've been caught one time, and that was when I was a kid, when I was young. Yeah. You know, um, well, everyone's had that feeling like you hang and hunt and you're like, oh, I got to clear some shit. <laughs> you yeah. get going there, you're like, fuck. fuck and you're, I up, cut way you're, too up much. There, you're up there like that car inflatable thing. <laughs> yeah, right? at, the, right. like, at the car wash. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. not it's not so much that. But when I when I'm killing these bucks in October, there's there's leaves on the trees. Yeah. You yeah. know, come the first week in November, you get a couple cold fronts. There's no leaves anymore. You're. You're fucking naked. Dude, okay. You're out there with your fucking dick in the wind. Yeah, right. I'm going to a stand. I did. So I did this with it because every October I'd get in and every like where I saw it, it's all overgrown in the way. But what I'm going to do, um, I didn't need it done anyway. It was always kind of open, but when the leaves are off, it's bad. Uh, Novix makes the Camoflex. I did see that. And it's artificial branches. I got some in there now, but when I would put it in there, when the leaves came off, it was so cold. I was trying to zip tie it to the platform, and my zip ties were getting brittle because the cold. Because it's so cold. Yeah. I was just snapping. So I'm going to go back in. Uh, you, you know at Menards, they have them like rubberized uh, wire. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm going to get a bunch of that, and I'm going to get in and really just take my time and sure. make my own brushed in. So it'll be like brushed into me, but when I stand to draw, it'll be like under. Yeah. You know? Right. So that's that's, that's my, one of my projects this summer. So what what I'll do is if there's not many leaves on the trees, because I, I hunt different states and everything else, and I do the same thing, but I'll take my stand down. Um, but I'll find a crotch in a tree where I can put that stand in, and if I stand up and I lean back on the tree, then number one, that's one less move I got to make, and I can see you know everything out this way over my shoulder. But if there's a crotch in the tree, then I can turn my body this way. And I can stand on the platform and lean against the cross going this way. That's the best setup. And Dude, that way you those have, split trees are the best. You have everything going. So you get the stand any direction. Yeah. Get the stand lean back just a little bit for your feet. It's perfect. Dude, that's they're so hard to come by. They are. They because, are. But, but when you find that tree and you get the setup set up right, you're like, yes. Well, you God gotta, damn, this is nice. Well, you got to get the stand in and you almost have to like play with it like where's it where's it want to sit mm-hmm. yeah and then once it's once you find how it sits especially like you know where you get a branch the tree will kind of be like cone dish right and then you got the bottom cleat just get that in like well then you got the there. split and then like you set it and like the platform hits the other split and you're like okay i gotta go up a little bit farther yeah you just gotta play turn. with it that's where a yeah. lineman's rope when you're hanging stands man makes the big difference right but mm-hmm. i have a stand i hung a helo in and when you're sitting in it when you're sitting down there's a branch I cut off. That's an armrest. Ooh, perfect. Oh, yeah. But it's nice branch behind you. So this one, you're not shooting to your right. You're shooting left the way it's set up. 
but this branch comes out, so you have all that back cover. And even when you cruise by it and you look, like I'll have somebody come out there with me, but like, oh, I got to stand in there. Like, can you find it? And I was like, nope, you're already dead. Yeah, it's fucking tough. So that's a, I, I have one just like nice. that where I cut the branch off, but it's like it's the armrest. Yeah, I have my bow right here, so it's kind of like you slowly raise your hand up, you can grab it's your a cup bow holder. And you <laughs> <laughs> it's got his grizzly hanging from right. the limb. Yeah, but I uh, ones. best trees. I got to stand like that. I'll share a story later, but I actually kind of fucked my brother by not trimming stuff like that. Oh, is, is he left-handed That or was something? this year. Yeah, he's left-handed. Oh, and I'm yeah. right-handed. Yeah. And I fucked him on about a 165-10. So it was about 15, 20 yards behind him, and he couldn't get his bow out, you know, that way to shoot. So That matters, man. Been right-handed. Those type yeah. of trees, it matters. If it's, yeah. I mean, you can always spin around, but if the branch is yep. there, then you're fucked. Right. Yeah. So, but it, the beautiful thing about right. hanging hunts, baby. Yeah. So uh, anyways, back to the story. So he was getting some water. I was watching him for a bit, taking some Snapchats, and Talking he's, shit. He started headed down this lane, and I, he comes down the lane, and I don't even have a bow in my hand. You know, so now he stops at about 25 yards. He starts making a scrape. Oh, shit. And when he starts making that scrape, I'm looking at his bases. Like, the bases are the size of its ears. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, I got to shoot this block. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing Right? You, know, this, this you the, make that decision at 25 oh, yards. Oh, yeah. I'm like, this, this is a damn good block, you know? So, in the bowl, a lot of my setups I'll put right out in front of me. Yeah. So the bow is sitting right here. So I'm already standing up. So you just kind of slowly. Yeah. So I, I just reach out. I grab the bow, pick it off, and um, put the release on. And he starts walking. And as he's walking, you know, so the the beauty of hunting these edges is anytime you guys watch these deer come to the edges, they're always looking for, you know, danger for coyotes, for people, deer, whatever. But they're looking out in the CRP, mm-hmm. right? So he gets into this opening where that that position is where he just clears enough where you can see into that crp and he stops so i'm at full draw now uh he's at 11 12 yards and i have to lean to the right just a little bit to get out of the way of a branch and um as i shot he took a step i didn't want to stop him you know he's yeah 11 yards and he he's already stopped Doing this so, thing. right so i let that arrow go and i catch him back a little bit mm-hmm. uh he turned and burned ran out and i would gave him about two hours i went back in with my uh my dad fiance and my grandpa mm-hmm. we recovered him awesome so, man he didn't go too far he's a stud but yeah, yeah he's, a he's, stud. A, he's beautiful, beautiful. i got a picture of him on the back of the four-wheeler next to my grandpa and the thing just looks like a tank <laughs> See, that's cool. your so, grandpa's got to be like yeah i think that was the coolest thing oh man. yeah so i hit him with uh i shot a a 170 two years prior to that and it was in the same crp field just on the north end mm-hmm. um but i brought him with for that and he was able to go and recover that with us I bet awesome. yeah he's got to just great. be mind blown from 14 oh, yeah. to killing 170 yeah and i mean and like cool. i said he was there for my first box he's been there for all my last yeah. ones that's it's awesome he's gonna be like super proud oh yeah he's it's like damn my grandson's killing he, he's a he's a badass yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i i brought him out a couple of times i don't do much for gun hunting yeah so my gun hunting revolves around like the traditional family stuff so i actually yeah. brought i brought him out uh I think it was last year. Mm-hmm. We, I drove him up on a four wheeler up on my eight acres, mm-hmm. and there's deer that bet on the neighbors um, to come through my eight acres headed towards the food. So we plopped down. I, I put him down next to this tree, this big oak tree. Drive the four wheeler down. You know, he's he can't walk that very well. He's 85 years old. Yeah, yeah. So I drive the four wheeler down, park it. I go walking up with him, and I get back. He's got two bush lights out, <laughs> 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 sitting next to that tree, waiting. You know, it's like, oh, here we go, Skippy. Yeah, know, let's go. Yeah. So that's awesome. Um, that I, typical old timer. Oh yeah, yeah. And he uh, he ended up shooting two deer. 
So he had there's two does that come in. Um, <laughs> two two bush lights, two does. Yeah. So and he so he shot, dropped the one, and the other one kind of bucked a little. And they were both working the same way. I uh, went and recovered the one. Next morning, dad was driving back through, was seeing a white belly on the neighbors. He killed both of them deer. One shot. Yeah. So it wow. was kind of a it was a great story. I got a little video of it on my phone and everything else. Yeah, well, that's awesome. cool. Yeah. Eighty five. Yeah, he's sharp. They're sharp as a tack. Still out there doing yeah. the damn thing. Does he drink oh. whiskey? No, he's just bush light. See? He drinks he drinks bush light. He eats uh fish, he just douses them with salt and takes his uh insulin at night <laughs> to recover from it. <laughs> from <laughs> <the> salt. <laughs> That's an American hero. Oh, right? yeah. He's got his program figured out. Oh yeah. I love that. I yeah. love that he's dude. dialed. I can't oh. imagine one, I can't imagine living to eighty five, but hell no. I ain't gonna make I, it there. I don't have any grandparents, man. Sure. I don't either. So that's awesome that your grandma, you know, it's kicking. So mm-hmm. very cool. Well, all right. So let's move on. We got your whitetail yeah. stories down. I love the uh, mobile hunting talk too, by the way. Sure. Like there's some tidbits in there. I think that can help some guys yeah, like for sure. yeah. guys or girls doing some hanging. Yeah. Hunting. If someone's cutting in there, cutting too much. Right. Well, that's I, big. I, I, do it every, I do it every year. This is the I'm great dilemma lie. of mobile hunting. You know, there's a lot like, where do you hang? Where can I get a shot? Like, yeah, that tree is perfect, but there's, n- I got nothing to work with. And finding know? it in the dark and trying to figure out what to shoot before you get up in the tree when it's right. dark. That's the, that's the worst. Yeah, we that's know, the worst. We when you get have, like <laughs> shave the tree. Like, I don't want a single branch even looking at me. Well, yeah. in the dark's the worst too, because you get, yeah. you get set up, you don't only get light out and you're like, Man, that this one tree is fucking be, terrible. Yeah, that one tree is in the way. It'd be nice if that was gone. That tree would nice. not here when I was. That tree <laughs> It'd be nice that. if I was in that tree ten feet away, but I'm not. Yeah, that's what it's, it's a you. Uh, you're you're gambling a lot of times right. because you yeah. can be ten yards off, and it's you're off. But that's oh, what's, yeah. that's what's nice about doing what you're doing. So you're kind of running a hybrid style like I do. So you go in with a mobile setup, hang it hunt it one morning and then you say all right this limb and that tree needs to go and then you take them out and then the next set when you go in then it's perfect right yeah listen so. i'm not saying that i don't have two trophy line setups and a novix hanging right now from hanging hunts i do and uh, i'm gonna go in next couple of weeks and sure check them get take them down adjust them actually i like to keep one in the in the chamber mm-hmm. so i'll like i'll have one i'm gonna set but i like a uh, saddle and a tree stand set up in the sure. chamber in my truck right ready to rock so you never know about two, we- two weeks after i killed my buck uh, my brother come in and he didn't want to hunt his property because of the le- uh because of the wind and everything else i'm like well let's just go sit by the pond mm-hmm. and he's like i don't know so at this point now the leaves are just about off position a so we go back into that same stand we pop up into that stand i throw a stand above him i got the camera over his shoulder everything else and up down to that pond about an hour before dark pops out about a, a 150 155 ton shit so he pops out my brother's watching him he's like do I kill that thing? It's like, if you want to, I don't, I don't give a shit. You know, yeah. it's like, that's a nice hey, block. You're here. Yeah. <laughs> that's a nice block. You know, I'm sitting over your shoulder with the camera, like let it rip. It yeah. Dead all day. So that, that buck did the same thing. My buck did come out. He stopped to scan that CRP field and my brother just double lunged his ass. Hell yeah. Just ran right out in the CRP pile. Two that weeks right? later. The best. Yeah. It was two weeks later. Something like that. Same spot. Damn. Yeah, so, same yeah. stand. Keep that spot. Hole. Keep yeah. that spot. Right. Well, dude, so when did your like. Is adventure hunting the right term? <laughs> I was just gonna say when your when did your adventure start? <laughs> well, yeah, it's like when did your western adventure start? Um, because those are mid whitetails are midwest okay, so adventures, you know. Yeah, there, there might be some controversy with this. I'm gonna consider okay. uh, western Nebraska western hunting. Yeah, I you, would too. You get, right, you get right? in you different get in, species. You yeah. get into yeah for you sure know, that north that northwest corner of Nebraska, 
and you know it drops down into that pine ridge area uh-huh. so you have a lot of that traverse and one of the reasons i say that's that western is I, I bumped an elk in there too and we, yeah we had there's a, we had there, mule deer tags right so i mean we we went out to western nebraska and like we were getting our toes wet out west so we would yeah consider that out west yep so me uh yeah, is, yeah, is. is my buddy austin and jake we started going out there right away and uh we went out there for a couple of years in a row and it, it, we had so much fun and at that point we were kind of not really knowing about the tag situation and stuff for the other states but we knew nebraska was over the counter it was only an eight hour drive so yeah we started doing that and then uh i actually started working out there i was based out of salt lake city utah so i got to meet guys that live out there so obviously they hunt out there and then that just opened my eyes like crazy. And that was 10 years ago. Yeah. So then I started putting points in for the States and everything else. And um, I'd say three years ago was my first time going out elk hunting. Three years ago. Three years ago was, yeah. And you've had so, a lot of success, it seems like, from yeah, talking to you. Yeah, yeah well, I thought it was like 10 years ago you no, started doing Well, that. so Alaska was, uh, that was about seven years ago now, or mm. six years ago. And yeah. then the first time I went with the bull um, wasn't successful. That was for a brown or a grizzly bear interior. Uh, we had some issues with the guide, everything else, you know, getting shingles halfway through. So we had to come back. Um, Sheesh. What are the odds? Yeah. So taking uh, two weeks of vacation from work, I had to wait, you know, two years to go back. So did they, like, refund you on that deal? They did not. So Damn. that was uh that was your eating it. But it's hunting. You know, it's I, hunting. And, I mean, you know, his his health, everything else is a lot more important than me shooting a grizzly bear. I'm, oh, I, at, sure. the time, at the time, I was 23 or 24 years old when I went. Yeah. You know, the guy is in his 60s, probably. He's been guiding his whole life. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we, we got the fuck off that mountain and... Get him taken care of. Yeah, get him taken care of. So he he set us up with a guy that was uh, town over, and uh, we ended up running with him for the rest of the week. We seen a couple grizzlies, just nothing we wanted to go for. Mm-hmm. So, and then two Very years cool. later... It's cool uh, you did that up. so young. Yeah. Yeah, so... um, Just went back, for it. Back when I started uh, working and everything else, like, I knew I wanted to do these hunts. So I started putting money aside every paycheck and put it in a different account, everything else. So when that, that builds up, I got all you know this money that I don't know about because it's direct deposit. And I got all that money for my leases, for hunts, for everything. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the year, it's like... Smart. That's very smart. You have you a know, hunting account. I have a hunting account. It actually yeah. says hunting on it. And the, the girls at the bank laugh at me. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, I need to take that out of my hunting <laughs> account. Shut up. Give me my money. Hey, hey yeah. don't tell my wife. Yeah. yeah. See, so. okay. I want to stop on that note because, like, that's you're someone that wants to do it and you're making it work. You're yeah. figuring out how yeah, to. You have do to. It. I mean, paying it, rent on hunting. If it's something you want to do, you're, you're going to make it work. You're going to figure. You're going to figure it out. You're going to figure it out. I wish right? I would have done right that. Dot on that camera. On. You know, if it if it's something yeah. that if it's something that you want to do and it's something that you're you're passionate about, you're going to do whatever the fuck it takes to yeah. do it and to get there. Yeah. And the 100%. one thing I wanted to do was kill a grizzly. So for me, it was like if I want to get there, you know, I, I mapped out the price of it. I mapped out my monthly. My, my every check, how much I have to get put away for four years, and then I can go in four years. You're actually really smart. You Super guys started tame. hunting accounts for your kids right now. Yeah, and if they don't want to hunt, you're just like, all right. So <laughs> I got daddy's hunting account. Daddy's hunting account. Love that. <laughs> love it. I got two I got two boys right now, and they both have points for animals. See, that's awesome. I need to do that for so, my kids. Get yep. them built up. And some of the states out west, they're 20 points. Jeez. So by the time they get there, you know, like the San Juan unit in Utah, yeah, that's a probably close to 23, 24-year point. Yeah, you, and then right your now, kids can draw when, it at 23. He'll, they, draw, he'll draw it at 23, and I'll be 50. Yeah, when they're ready to draw in 10 years, it might be 30 points right. to get out there. Right. It's crazy. So 
hopefully setting them up for some success in the future. Because some states, yeah. though, they have to be a certain age, right, to start drawing points. Um, Ten. Some, some of yeah, them, right? a lot of states are 10. Or hunter safety, Yeah, that hunter safety. Yeah. Right? So some states are like that. You know, like for Wisconsin, uh, I have them in for black bear. So some of the black bear areas are 9, 10 years for that. Dude, isn't there some units in Colorado that are like 17, 18 points for bear? No, not bears. Moose. That's moose. Yeah, moose. Any any area around, you know, the southern states here is going to be high for non-resident especially. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good idea, doing the points. But, but I just like that, like how you talk about that. You know, I budgeted for that hunt because mm-hmm. if you see somebody goes on a grizzly hunt, first thing you think is like, ooh, ooh yeah. Mr. Moneybags. Mr. Moneybags, <laughs> you know, 20 no. grand, you know. Right, right. And, you know, it, it is expensive. But if it's something that you, you want to do, you, you're going to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. you'll sacrifice you know? the things that aren't important right. to make it work. If you're going to do it, 20 grand ain't shit. I got friends that give me shit all the time for it, you know. And, really? Oh, yeah. Well, some of them do. You know, some of them will, you know, same thing, money bags or where did that yeah. come from kind of thing. But they're driving around in their jacked up F two fifty. Yeah, they they got a you know ninety thousand dollar <laughs> truck and they have a fifteen a camper twenty thousand dollar snowmobile. Nice. Yeah, you know, yeah, stuff like that. And it's like I don't snowmobile. Yeah. I don't have twenty thousand dollar snowmobile, but yeah, I probably good. have campers and fifth wheel. You know, right. fifth but wheel, to you know. that guy, that's the pinnacle. I mean, that's what he's into. Right. That's what he's into. We like to hunt that, grizzly. That's bears. just not what yeah. I'm into. Don't shit on me because I'm not fucking. Right. I'll come hang out in your nice camper and you got an extra jet ski or whatever sure. the fuck or something yeah. i'll go ride with you so your first grizzly hunt went to shingles yeah it went to shingles so <laughs> fell apart Damn. but um what a bummer you're 23 yeah 20 i think i was 20 i was 23 when i bought the hunt and then oh, i was shit. 20 24 when i went okay um actually for father's day i bought my dad a plane ticket too to bring him with that's awesome because so, he's never hunted out of state so he's always been that, you know, I'm a traditional whitetail hunter, everything else. Yeah, but yeah. that was a pretty wild experience. Oh, yeah. So, well, he could he bought a black bear tag. So he had oh, a tag in his pocket. Oh, cool. So he had uh, he had his rifle, or he brought the rifle with, and I had my bull with. You know, and that way he's kind of double advocate. If we had a big bear and we can't get close, I'm going to grab the rifle. For yeah, sure. 100%. I'm 24. I'm... <clears throat> You, you bought know, a brown bear. 3,000 miles away from home. Yeah. Especially you, that far of a gonna, trip. You're going like, to take that shot. So. Yeah. Um, That's what I did. Right. Hey, capitalize, baby. <laughs> so, shingles hit. Yeah. You had to take yep. care of that. So, yeah, so we went back. Uh, we, we jumped in with this other guy for a few days, and we got to fish a little bit. We kind of got to see, like, the native town. Um, the guy, we didn't hunt all day, which I was upset about. You know, we, mm-hmm. we weren't after it. We weren't running and gunning. Yeah. The guy still had, like, his little things to do. So we'd go out a little bit in the morning. We'd go back so we can do his things. Do and his go chores. In the afternoon, right. You know, so it's like, you know, me and my Just dad. Just to the tavern. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, got so, some, I got some shit to do. Right. So, I mean, me and my dad, we, you know, we got to fish a bunch. And then um, some of the natives actually took us out, like, you know, pulling nets and stuff like that. So we got oh, to well, see a little cool. bit of what they yeah. do. So we got a lot more experience than just a grizzly hunt out of it. That's and, cool. And my dad was with. So the last thing I'm going to do is be like, yeah, get my ass home so I could save a little vacation. You know, my dad's, you know, now he's 61 or whatever. But, yeah. you know, at the time, you know, he's, he just got a knee replaced and, Spending quality time, man. Right. No, it was awesome. So, and we found uh, we found some sheds up there as well. So Moose we sheds? Caribou. Oh, caribou. Oh, yeah, we, we found some caribou sheds up towards camp. Damn. And uh, so the second time that I went, um, it was two years later, uh, ended up killing a bear on day, I think it was day four. So we uh, we spotted the bear from camp. We went after the bear, uh, got close enough. And this time I just brought the rifle to get it done with. Yeah. Um, Brought the rifle with and... It was just under a 200 yard shot, like 170, 175 yards, and I hit him with a 338 wind mag, mm-hmm. and that bear pretty much did a couple spins and then rolled on its side, 
and I'm watching him through the scope, and he he picks his head up, puts his paws down in that lichen, you know, that real soft stuff. Yeah. And he just starts tearing ass going down this mountain. So I hit him. I, I shot all four times. The guide shot one. The bear had four holes in him after he finally died, and he ran another 75, 80 Sheesh. yards. Whoa. I mean, he was moving. It's a tank. made animal. Right. But, but yeah, we, we went and got him cleaned up, got him on the pack. and How weird is it walking up on a grizzly bear? It's different. So, you know, and he was he was headed towards he was headed towards the alders. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, so the alders were only you know three four hundred yards away, but those those bears are surprisingly fast. Uh, oh, I've, yeah. I'd never expected. And being a hundred some yards away from the thing, he's crazy. He was he was quick in the scope. He was out of my scope before I knew what was going on. They can run like thirty some miles an hour. Yeah, it's crazy. You know? Yeah, that's a it's a real life boogeyman. Yeah, right. So your worst so, nightmare, pretty much. Uh-huh. You can't climb a tree yeah. to get away from it, it's and like, it's going to run faster than a fucking horse. Well, yeah. dude, did yeah. you see that? It's that, a real-life monster. <laughs> yeah, it's a real-life monster. Yeah. Well, did you see that Cameron Haynes film he just put out where he shoots that grizzly and it runs into that shit? I did, yeah. Ran into that's the a sticky situation. Yeah, I, see I don't. That's a it's little good. Bit, yeah. I recommend watch. It's really good. Yeah. It's a... Uh, yeah, you just got to watch it. It's cool. Usually, I just skip his videos. What? <laughs> I've been watching Cam Haynes stuff. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> You're hating. Um, I but, have. I've been watching some can. Hey, 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 hey! No, it's a good film. Check it out. But uh, uh, that's cool. Dude. Yeah. So I mean, it was it was a good hunt all around. So we got the bear on the pack. We packed out. Um, like I was telling you guys, I actually brought a little bit of meat out. Yeah, I love. So this. pack pack some meat out with that bear. I packed about 15, 20 pounds of the tenderloin out. What the guy say? The guy said it was the first time in forty two years. <laughs> That he's ever had a guy and pack he's, out He's been meat. guiding for what, 42 years? 42 years, years he's been <laughs> guiding. He's like, you're the only one that ever fucking take this meat out. That's so, crazy. Yeah. I'm surprised like not a few people like try it, but I always hear you don't eat them, but I've heard rumor that, you, that other animals don't eat them because they smell the grizzly through them. They stink. I mean, they, they have a, they have an odor that you can't get rid of. And even in the meat, you know, in the meat stonk. So we, uh, I put it in the slow cooker when I got back home. I brought some guys at work, my dad and all that stuff. And. It was it was almost like it was like it was meat, but it was like a like a three day old salmon that was washed up on shore or something like that. Ugh. No, just terrible. Or like a carp that's laying on yeah. the fucking shore. Yep. It smelled like that. Yeah, and it you could get that. You got the aftertaste too. Like it wouldn't taste like that right away, but you know, a couple minutes uh, go by and it kind of dries in your mouth. It's almost like, like you shouldn't shit. be eating it. You shouldn't be eating it. No, I don't recommend it to many people. So don't eat grizzlies. Don't eat grizzlies. No. So what did you mount your grizzly? Yeah, I got a full body mount. Hell yeah. So. I got a full body mount of it, um, pretty much coming up on a log, turning to the right. And cool. Then, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, when you were walking out, you saw. Oh it? yeah, so when when we were walking out, we got it all <laughs> packed up, cleaned out, and everything. And the bear went. Um, it was it was like eight foot one, so it was just over that eight foot mark. Yeah. Um, which I thought was a great bear. You know. Oh, yeah, I would say it's a big bear. Um, I don't know grizzlies. Yeah. So um, we, we get them on the pack, everything else. We're hiking out. And uh, as we're, as we're getting out, we just get up to the peak so we can walk the peak up, cut over, and the guy turns around and say something to me, and his his eyes just get fucking huge. And I look at him and I turn around slow because he didn't say a word. And at about 150 yards behind us, there's like about a nine nine and a half foot grizz, just a absolute huge. stud, just a specimen of a bear. Oh my god! You know, we're just glad the wind was kind of coming up over the mountain across us. I mean, because he was. He was kind of paralleling us the whole time, but we don't know if he smelled the carcass and stuff like that, and he was oh. coming for that. But we might have, we might have got out of there just in time. I don't like that. It's not yeah. a great feeling, but dude, that's you know, cool. I'm gonna pull up your picture here. Grizzlies scare me. Yeah, dude, the picture of your bear looks insane. Yeah, that's, it was a, 
that's high on the list for me. Yeah, yeah. That, that would be a hunt. that and caribou. I want to kill a caribou. Oh, yeah, caribou I'm moose. I'm moose over everything else right now. Yeah, I was trying to plan a moose hunt this year, but it just got I got too busy with the house. Everything else, it just it didn't, I think it didn't happen. Moose is probably my number one right now. Moose and elk with a bow. Sure. You know. Yep. You gotta know someone in Canada. They can get the loophole. <laughs> I want to do. I want to do Alaska moose. Yeah. I want a red star. I don't know. I do. I do Canadian moose. Like I kill like a forty-five oh, inch Canadian moose or better. I'd be. Yep. I'd be oh, that's that'd scratch yeah. my itch. They have it's some. Great they have some big moose just north of uh, Montana and stuff too. Yeah. You know. I mean, you don't have are to those shires there or are they Canadian? Uh, I'm not too sure. I don't know. But don't go. You go to the you know the Yukon territory stuff like that. The fucking prices are three times as much oh yeah right. it is They're you're paying for an experience too you are yeah. yeah dude i would do uh newfoundland i think i like got yeah. newfoundland like wcb camp we could do like a two-week camp or a week camp you guys could probably drive to alberta for a camp you know and oh take, i take, would take the trucks there and i'd be in. that way you get all the meat and stuff home too yeah but yeah. but yeah so on the on the way out of that hunt though we walked past those sheds that we found so i threw two sheds on my pack and i flew two sheds home with that bear <laughs> <laughs> so I got the bear sealed in Fairbanks, and I brought an extra, like, waterproof bag with me. So we rolled that hide up, rolled the skull up through the two sheds in that pack, and we flew it on the plane home with us. <laughs> no kidding. Sent it right through. That's yeah. awesome. That they is awesome. They didn't say a word about didn't it. Didn't say a word. No. I the uh, So I, I flew into Fairbanks. The uh, guy from the Alaska uh, Department of Fish and Game picked me up, went back, and they have to seal the bear. Seal it. Yeah, so that's part of their process of um, taking samples of the bear so they can pull its tooth. Mm. Uh, they can do all that stuff. So um, Interesting. So they, they did their what they call sealing, and then uh, we went back, and he walked me into the airport. He looked at the lady, and he dropped my bag on. He's like, he's good to go. Cool. It's like, that's awesome. I mean, I'm sure that happened, but like, like no in Alaska, there. you would yeah. think that happens yeah. a lot. Yeah, between that and, you know, Rams, everything else, yeah. you know, that come through Fair, because Fairbanks, if you're that's going to the northern part of Alaska, Fairbanks is the hub. That's, that's right. where you're going to before you hop on a, you know, a little cub plane. And well, that's, yeah. that's like where I, I bet you the majority of Alaska's income is made is hunting and, I mean, yeah. Like yeah. pipeline shit. Like and if you go to drop a bear carcass in Moline, they're going to question you. <laughs> <laughs> where did this come from? <laughs> what in the fuck? Came off a barge. I don't know. <laughs> Shut up. I found it. <laughs> That's awesome. So you killed a slammer elk, too, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm, this, this elk is insane, man. So. Yeah, so we're, we're in Montana for that. Montana, Montana, good old Montana. Oh, actually, we're in Southern Indiana. Southern Indiana. Yeah, Don't we're Southern where Indiana you're hunting. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, pull these up on the computer screen. Pull them up, bro. So we're we're in Montana for that. We drew, we drew general tags. So um, you know, we're getting ready. It's me, uh, my buddy Tyler with that that sexy mustache. Yeah, the mustache, the mustache, second One. best mustache. <laughs> and then uh, guy I work with Kyle. Um, so the three of us were headed out there, and everybody else is, you know, they're in our ear like, oh, just make sure you're ready for it, everything else. You know, none of us have hunted elk before, so we're new to all of it. Uh, we're driving out to this place, and we're talking the whole time. Like, we're going out there to elk hunt, but we have, you know, a tag for elk and mule deer. So I told the guys, like, on the way out there, came up conversation, like, I'm not shooting a mule deer unless that mule deer is a 150, 160. Like, don't care about the mule deer. I just want to shoot an elk. But if it's an exceptional mule deer, I'll hike it off the mountain. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so we're all on the same page with that, everything else. First day we go, we went up this trail, kicked our ass. You know, we, <laughs> we, 
we went up this trail. We went up the wrong trail probably because we were on our we were on our hands and knees crawling up this hill with you know seven. We all had 70, 80 pound packs. You know we don't know any better. Yeah, you got all the shit you don't need. All the shit we don't need. You know, all yeah. of us have jet boils. Why didn't we share a jet boil? You know, <laughs> shit like that. You know, it's like, yeah. we, don't, hey, we don't know. Yeah. So, so we got to learn the hard way the first day. So we were going to, we had a, a pin marked where we wanted to go. We get a couple hundred yards from camp and we bump a mule deer. So he stands up out of his bed. And before we know it, Tyler's at like full fucking draw. <laughs> like, is this thing legal? I'm like. I think so. He's like, how fucking far is it? You know, <laughs> Kyle pulls up. He's like, 51 yards. And he's like, oh, I got to wait so it can turn. You know, as he's waiting, we're all standing there and things staring at us. I'm like, fuck it, dude. Frontal. We're out west. That's what everybody out west does. Yeah. Frontal that bitch. He shoots that thing in the neck and that thing about head touch its ass and the thing rolled down the mountain dead. No kidding. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was no more than, you know, a little probably like a two by two. Yeah. So, but it was a velvet mule deer legal. He was fired up about it. That, f- you know, that awesome. was that was probably one of the pinnacles. He of just that gave case. her the beans and let oh, it fly. He, yeah, huh? Oh yeah, first no first living, first thing on that mountain breathing. You know <laughs> that is awesome. He's just like, yeah, this yeah. thing's dying. Yeah, first thing on the mountain breathing, and he just sends it. <laughs> and you're none dead. of you guys are prepared for this because like, no. I'm sure you're trying to pull out your rangefinder. Like, no, and what that, the fuck and, well, is going I, on? I seen it stand up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, well, meal deer, you know. And I look over, and Tyler, just, <laughs> <laughs> how far is it? He's like, how far is it? And I look over, I see he's got his. He's like at full draw. I'm like, whoa, fuck. All right, here we go. Yeah. Hey, come so, over and dial my sight for me quick, would you? Yeah. Hey, turn this dial. I'm yeah, right. 50. So, all right. So, yeah. So then we ended up having to leave. So we, go, we leave. We go back in town. But we, we seen like three or four people coming in day hunting anyway. So it's yeah. like, let's just try somewhere else. You know? Yeah. So we went, uh, we went a little bit north, uh, a couple miles north from where we were. Um, get into a new area a couple miles back. And we start seeing some elk right away. So we set up camp. Two days later, uh, Kyle ends up shooting a bull. Um, so Tyler's afraid of grizzlies. So we had to be back in, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> back in camp, and we had to be, like, tucked in the bed. Before dark. Prior before dark. You know, and it's like, no, like, we need glass kind yeah. of thing. Until so, dark. Yeah. So anyway, so we're... We we're almost getting ready to leave, you know, and it's still that light takes out away from his mustache a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're know, getting ready to pretty leave, cool to me. and we're we're sitting on an angle so we can play our thermals. So we thought these elk were bedding in this basin, but they're gonna come out where we seen them the night before feeding. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting on an angle for thermals, and the wind was good. So the next thing you know, I look down in the bottom of this mountain, and I see the two of them standing there, and it's like, what the fuck are they doing? You know. So I start packing my shit up, like, oh, I guess we're leaving. So I take one more look, and above them, I can see a bull elk coming down the mountain towards them. So I'm doing, like, jumping jacks on the side of this fucking mountain. Trying right? to get their attention? Yeah. So finally, they look up at me, and I start, and they look up at me with the binoculars, and I start pointing behind them. And uh, Kyle was in a gray, um, I don't remember the brand, but it was in a gray puffy. Mm-hmm. And he made a stalk in this gray puffy up to this bull, made a 74-yard shot. Hit it back a little bit, and then we ended up going the next morning and finding that bull. No wow. kidding. So yeah, it was a beautiful bull. You know, it was a uh, six by seven. No shit. Um, yeah, a little bit, a little bit smaller frame. Um, but it was a great bull, and we were fired. We were jumping around like a bunch of oh, I bet bunch of I girls. Bet. You know, I mean, we we're jacked. We we're well, a couple honestly, of, you don't when you go out there, you don't expect to kill. No, anything. a couple guys from you know Wisconsin. We've never done this before. We're on day three. We have a. a dead mule deer in the truck <laughs> yeah you guys are chalking and, them up and now now we just recovered a dead elk and yeah it's impressive and work. his elk had he had like a little devil horn coming down like he had awesome character 
So being from Wisconsin, we're like, oh, you imagine, imagine him next year. Like, look at the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You immediately right back to the whitetail scene, you know. Yeah. Um, but great elk. I mean, we're we're fired up, and you know, it was the, like that. the biggest thing we've ever walked up on. You know, seeing Dude, them they're so there, big, they're huge. You know, and we had no idea. So we made one trip out. It was about four and a half miles out. Um, we made one trip out with all the meat, the cape, hide. Everything. I That's mean, impressive. our packs were probably close, hundred to one hundred twenty pound packs, and we took our time coming out. But uh, we stayed in town. It's like um, when you get groceries, like make right, one, one trip. trip. <laughs> 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 we're not coming back. Yeah. You know, um. So we come back in and we start glassing a little bit, and you know we stirred that mountain up pretty good. So we went a little bit north yet of where we were, and uh, we seen a good elk, nice six by six. Uh, Tyler and I went after it. Kyle stayed and glassed. Um, we dropped down into this base and we jumped up over this mountain came. I mean, we went probably, I'd say about three miles, two and a half, three miles that morning. And we get back by Kyle, you know, we're now we're drained cause we're stalking, you know, like a quick stalk. Yeah. Which like is, you're not running and making noise, but you're, you're moving at a pace where you can still be quiet. Yep. Um, we cover a lot of ground. We come back and we just, Tyler takes his boots off and stuff. And I'm sitting there like kind of frustrated about it. And I'm like, we need to keep going down this trail. Like, we need to keep going, you know. And so Tyler's finally like, oh, I don't, well, let me know because I'm going to take a nap otherwise. You know, we're going to eat some food, take a nap. And I'm like, fuck that, dude. No naps. We're going. <laughs> Let's go. No fucking naps. Let's put, fucking go. Put, put the fucking boots back on. We're, yeah. we're going. Like, I didn't come out. We, we have three days left. Yeah. You know, I didn't come out here to, to take sleep. naps and stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. and, and we were all in the same boat, you know. And um, we go walking down. We get about, I'd say, close to a mile down the trail yet. And we look up, we see some cows. It's like, oh, there's got to be a, a bull in there. You know, it's that time of year. Yeah. So we start scaling the side of this mountain to get in position. Kyle drops back. He's already got a dead bull, and he's got the call. Um, Tyler's below me. I'm above Tyler, so we got the little triangle form going on. I found a trail up there. So as I'm starting to knock an arrow to get ready for Kyle to call, uh, I hear some crashing to my right, and we, we busted out a bull. So it was a satellite bull. Oh, okay. So a nice, you know, a nice six by satellite um, come blowing by us, and um, he run, they run down the mountain. I see the satellite bull come out, then I see cows after cows after cows, and then I hear a, a bull scream, you know, just a loud, raspy bugle. Yeah. So I'm glassing up top, like looking across the basin, you know, and here this elk comes out from behind him, and it was that one. And on the hoof, looking at, looking down at this animal now, we're like, that's a 360 inch animal yeah. like that thing's huge yeah, you know like a monster like we had no idea so it's like oh fuck it's like well so we're sitting there we're kind of you know we're, we're mad but at the same time it's kind of settled through like you just a minute a of being mad and it's like dude I, I was just 15 feet from a fucking bull elk and he had yeah. no idea i was there right <laughs> like how cool is that like we've never done this before you know everything that we, we've read we listened to some podcasts stuff like that like yeah you know, so like, well, let's fucking keep going, you know? So we start walking back because now it's at the point where it's about to get dark so we can go back to camp, go above camp and glass. And uh, on the way back, I come around this pine tree and I see him standing between two little pines. And he's got his head up and he turns his head, kind of looks my way. So they're talking about the fucking hot wings back in town, you know, <laughs> and fairly loud. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, you know? So we drop down quick and... I'm like, dude, that bull's right there. So I had a little decoy on my pack, pulled that off quick. I hand it to Tyler, 
and I make a little belly crawl across the the little bit of creek. I don't know, it was a couple feet wide. Yeah. Get across that, I get set up, and I'm looking to where he was, and I don't see him. So I'm like, where the fuck did he go? You know, so I look back and I see the decoys, like head, shoulder, and back a little bit. It was just a a cow decoy. Like a Montana fold up. Yeah, just a pop-up quick decoy, you know. Um, I look back, I still see the decoy. I look over here, and then I can see that bull walking, you know, kind of like a what I would relate to like a turkey would. Yeah. You know how they kind of come and then they start skirting out where they're like, all right, come with me kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so I range find where that, that tree was, the pine tree that he was stopped behind. And it was uh, 60 yards. The side of the mountain was 72. So I rolled my pin to like 64 yards. And mm-hmm. he steps out. And as he steps out, I, I come to full draw and I stand up. And he turns and start going up the mountain. I let the arrow go. And I, I thought I caught him a little high. Mm-hmm. But he turned, he fucking burned, and he just, he ran, you know, and he ran, I don't know, right at the base of the mountain, pretty much straight down. But the only thing that we could think of is since we bumped that herd, that all the cows and everything got mixed up. Mm-hmm. So now this bull is probably looking to get all of his cows back in one. Trying to herd them up. Right. So having that cow decoy had to, it saved our ass. I mean, that's For the reason I sure. probably killed that bull. For sure. You know, so having all everything mixed up so and did stuff. So did your buddy see you shoot the elk? They saw it? He did not see it. No, he's like, I didn't want to pick my head up. I oh. didn't know what the fuck you were doing, and I didn't I didn't want to ruin it for you, you know? Yeah. Well, so Tyler handed the decoy to uh, Kyle, and Tyler took off back down the trail because the satellite bull was up high, mm-hmm. and he probably seen me crawling, so the satellite bull took off that way. So Tyler goes around looking for him. Um, anyways, cross the creek, he pops out, hit him high, and he only ran about 100 yards piled up in some no fucking broad. Wow. So did you find him that night? Yeah, we, yeah, we found him right away. So we, we, we walked up, yeah, we, we walked up to the, uh, the arrow and, uh, I got, a, I shoot a four fletched white. So I got rid of my luminox, everything else. I feel like the four fletched white is it's bright enough for me to see, um, everything yeah. else. That arrow is just painted fucking red. And as soon as we seen the arrow, it's like fucking game yeah. On. yeah yeah you know what i mean now i feel a lot better about this so we, we start walking and most of it was rock and it's hard to see blood on rock yeah you know so we're going through the rock and stuff like that and i look up and i i see it's one of the legs fucking up on a branch you know and then i look over and i can see the fucking Ugh, the, ah, the third dude. the third on the one side is uh almost 22 inches yeah look at that Damn. that's crazy Fucker. yeah what do you what did he did you measure him uh i did get him measured at that uh that big ball party they have and he went 336 damn, damn dude that's a hell of a bull. Oh, yeah. Damn that looks like bull. the bull. That's like what everyone elk wants. That looks like the bull yeah. I have on I film from elk. my archery hunt last fall. Yeah. Sure. Dude, I, I, let me tell you this story real quick because yeah. you were telling a story. I'm like, fuck, it sounds like my archery hunt for elk <clears throat> was the whole vibe was so close, but just not yeah, close enough. Yeah. Like, couldn't pull it off. Sure. My buddy Devin was with me. We get set up on this bench and we knew there was elk in there. Our buddy trade glass and he's like, mm-hmm. there's like a 300 inch bull in there, which I wanted 280 or better with a bow. I'll tell this quick. I've told it before on the podcast, but we're sitting there. He's 40, 50 yards behind me. Colin, I see, I hear crunching. I see a body of an elk. I come in a full draw just in case. Yeah. And it's just cow after cow after cow. I actually had one cow come in and they're crossing in front of me through the jack pines at like nine, 10 yards. Sure. And I had one cut to me and got up to me and was like, you're not a tree. It didn't know how to get around me. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't know if she was going to run into me or like, you know, I didn't want her to brush against right. me. They were just like, they're being herded. Right. And I can hear ah, coming up the hill. I'm like, oh, fuck, he's going to come right in. And I just know I'm like, oh, hopefully Devin's like, can see me. I thought he could see me. It was just cow after cow after cow. Maybe 
20 of them. Sure. I don't know. A lot. It yeah. felt like 100 of them. And I can hear him bugle, and he bugled so close, and it's just like just over the hill. I'm on, we're on a bench. Yeah. Yep. And I could feel the like radiance or vibration of his bugle in my body, like a like a subwoofer. Damn. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, dude, you're going to be hurting right in the last sure. one. So I'm like inching over. I'm still at full draw. I've been a few minutes, and I'm leaning. I'm just like, dude, just come on, come on, come on, come on. And those cows hooked up around me, and he fucking hooked Jay hooked. They were Jay hooking, and he just sliced the hook really? and caught him and skirted behind me. Intercepted him. And Devin got up. He's like, dude, he goes, there's a 1% chance that bull did that, and that's what he did. Oh, shit. <laughs> he's like, he should have been right behind that last cow should've just herded him up. Right. And yeah, he's, I mean, fuck, whatever. It's all yeah, right. It right. Yeah, but God, I, that's, that's, the, hunting, man. that's like my biggest... Uh, bugaboo? In recent years, your dreams. It's my biggest bugaboo. Your like, bugaboo? And right. I don't... Honestly, your story like refreshed it for me because it's like... Elk hunting's so badass. Yeah, when it, when you're an elk, it's, it's a group effort. It man. sucks if you're not an elk. Yeah, yeah. You, it, you, but when you're an elk, yeah, you need buddies. Yeah, you need buddies. But dude, I had a, I I had every elk experience you could have in five days. Yep, and it just didn't work out. Yeah, that's okay though. Yeah, it's hunting, you know, and that that's what keeps you coming back. It's hunting. Yeah, you know, if it was easy, you wouldn't want to do it. It's hunting. It's hunting. Oh, we'll get one. But I did get one, but I gotta go with the bow. Yeah, but yeah, we uh. You know, in, in five days, we had a, a dead mule deer, and we had, the, I think Kyle's bull went about that 280 mark. That Hell yeah, dude. Dude, that's a record week, man. So yeah. we in, in five days, we had two bulls in the back of the trailer and a Midwest fucking mule deer. You know, up. we were getting fucked up. We fired up back for them hot wings. And we did. Yeah. A bunch of Wisconsin boys, they got to get drunk in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Dude, <laughs> that's awesome, man. Take me with you next yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's a beautiful bull, man. That is yeah, a beautiful yeah, thank bull. You. Yeah, I was, uh, I was lucky. I'd be lucky to shoot another one in a lifetime on public land like that. I mean, you, know? you did it. You and did that's it, your though. first bull, right? That's the first bull, yeah. Ooh. First bull, first, first first elk hunt, first everything. Dude. Yeah, it's so, you guys fucking went to work, boy. Yeah. That's impressive stuff. And we, we did have shots on uh, one was a little bit smaller bull, um, a cow and stuff like that, but just with the heads that we hold I i'll guess. be straight up honest with you for my first bow buck if it was half that size i'd i'd be tickled right bolt yeah yeah but we you know i don't know kyle kyle's debating on shooting uh a cow actually and we had a herd moving towards us and we knew there was a bull back there coming so tyler was looking for us and he actually he went to go way up top and look because we seen these elk so kyle and i snuck up to this uh this corner and we popped over the rock and we're watching these elk at like 20 25 yards they had no fucking idea we we're there you know, it was, it was perfect. And then all, all of a sudden, all these elk blow out. And here comes Tyler walking up the fucking mountain, bloody knuckles, bulls fucked up. You know, he fucking tripped on the mountain. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then he just blew this herd of elk out for us. It's like, ah, oh, there's always tomorrow. I'll tell you this. Now, knowing how big elk are, I would never shoot a cow. Yeah, that's a lot of meat coming She'd have out. to be really close to where I could right. just like, oh, we'll just yeah, pop I've around. killed three of them with a the bow. It's fun. <laughs> they're, they're <laughs> I cool. can't stop. They're cool. Uh, trust me, I get it. But... <laughs> Back in there, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, right? So we're we're actually on the way out, um, and uh, we passed. We we met a guy the first day in there, and he's like, hey, "I'm only in here to kill cows." He's like, "You know, I just you know, it's all I want to do, kind of thing." You know, it's mm -hmm. like, "Oh, you know, good for you." We kind of whatever. You see anything nice? He's like, "Yeah, there's a couple of decent ones running around." I got a group coming from uh, like Minnesota in a couple of days, or at the end of the week, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. So we're walking out. We run into those guys. And the guy's like, well, how'd you do? You know, kind of like, not laughing, but kind of like yeah. smirk on his face. You know, it's like, oh, we got a, a mule deer and we got 
He's expecting you to say nothing. Yeah, and we got two elk, you know, bull elk coming out right now. It's like, come on, really? It's like, yeah, so we're kind of laughing about it. We get another, like, mile and a half down, and we're only a mile from the truck right now. And we run into a guy, a little bit taller guy, you know, red hair. He's all decked out and shit. We get just past, and Tyler turns around. He's like, that was fucking Brady Miller. I'm like, who? He's like, Brady Miller from Go Hunt. I'm like, oh. come on, really? He's like, yeah, seriously. So, oh yeah, the, the he had a big red beard. Yeah, big red beard and stuff. Yeah. So had no, I had no idea. You know, Tyler is all. He's by himself, that. huh? He's by himself going and scouting. Yeah. Huh. That's got a small yeah. world. Yeah, I know, that and that's world. what I thought too. You know, I mean, in you know, middle of nowhere, you run into guys <laughs> like that. Yeah, that's funny. Like, Jesus Christ! It must be a good spot then. Uh, you never know. So never know. Kirkjohn's <laughs> pretty. Good. I mean, it changed. It's got to change. Every Southern year. Indiana's got a lot of help. It, it's terrible. You know, it's terrible. Go scout it. Yeah, yeah. Go scout. On a lot there. of benches and mountains there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll find them down by the Kentucky line. Yeah, <laughs> that's where they're at. I don't know if Indiana actually touches Kentucky. I don't know how uh, maps work, but uh, dude, we'll call it that. Yeah, you're a killer, man. Congratulations yeah, on all the success. Yeah. Oh, thank you. You're an animal. I love thank the elk you. stories, man. They just like it's just what Midwest people think about. I mean, besides the dream about, yeah. want to go kill an elk. So but, the next yeah. question is, what's the next hunt plan? Ooh. Uh yeah. so I got. I got two of them this year, actually. Um, last year, we went to over-the-counter Colorado, and uh, we ran into probably more people than I fucking care to. Yeah. And we went to three different units, and we see nothing but people. But the last place that we went to, I uh, actually ran into a big black bear, and I had my recurve with me. I hunted with my recurve all last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bumped into a black bear that I don't know how big he was. He was close to that, probably 400, 450. I mean, he was huge. Jeez, mega. He was fucking huge. So I bump into him, and uh, I just kind of waited out, and he kind of goes the one way, so I kind of head up the mountain and start glassing and stuff. But before I did, I went down to where he was to get a picture of his track, and his fucking tracks were huge. So we're back at the truck. A couple guys come out, start talking to him. The guy's a resident of the area. I told him about the bear, and he's like, you show me where that bear was. I'll show you where the elk are. I'm like, that's a deal. Fun, that's a <laughs> deal. Deal. Yeah. Get, shake his hand. <laughs> yeah. So I, got, I, so I got I got his information. You know, I, I sent him a couple pins, and he sent me a couple pins. So we only had two days to do it, and we were in elk both days, and we're camping at the truck. He could have totally sent you to the gar hole. Could have. Could have yep. fucking sent me anywhere. You could have done the same though. I, I could have. Yeah. But and it, did it get the bear? Oh, uh, he did not. I asked him a couple times. He actually killed an elk in that area. So then he hunted over the carcass for a couple days. He said he found its tracks, found its tracks, you know, a couple of different times, but it disappears for ground terrain. You know, you get out of that dark timber and it hardens up quite a bit. Wow, man, hunting oh. bears out west is tough. Like Wyoming's, you know, oh, man, and they're so bait. quiet. Tell you know. me about it. There's big blobs, right? Like so they're giant raccoons, man. Yeah, but we're uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring my boy out actually this year. So I got a four and a half year old. Um, He'll still be four when we go, but yeah, no, uh, more monster hunts than me. Yeah, he's already accomplished. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he went on an animal punt last year with me, and we shot almost an eighty-inch goat at so, three. He was three, three, three and a half. Yeah, we took the what's e- his name? Wyatt. Love Wyatt. it. So Wyatt James. Uh, we we brought him in. Uh, Talk about a future killer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got no <laughs> options. We uh, we went in about three and a half miles on an e-bike. So I got a little shotgun rider seat. It sits between me and the handlebars. <laughs> oh, it mounts to the top bar? Yeah. So he, oh, set, he, sits, on, link to he sits on that. He was holding the bars, and uh, we went three and a half miles in. And uh, we, <laughs> I threw him on my shoulders a little bit. You know, I got I tried to video everything and whatnot, get as many pictures as I can. And yeah, um, we ended up dumping a goat at it was like 210 yards. That's awesome, so, man. Yeah, so I'm going to bring him out elk hunting this year with the bull. 
That's all. Awesome. Oh we're gonna we're gonna camp at the at the truck and whatnot, and uh, we'll hunt for a couple of years. And I told Mama if she wants to come, she can come. You That's know, cool, um, man. You're gonna need Mom to come just to carry him, so you can pack quarters out. <laughs> You're no, gonna have your hands full with he, him he and a walk. couple quarters. Yeah, he, he can walk. But everything, uh, <laughs> everything, that <laughs> everything that we can get to. So the one trail that does drop down, most of it's accessible. Yeah, so it, it should. You know, if we do get into it, and I'll shoot a call with him. You know, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I just picture you like putting a stock on an elk, and he's like your scouter. Where's he at? Backwards, looking the other way. Like you little Come fucker. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you've been paying attention. So, <laughs> oh, that's but awesome. yeah. We so when we went to trial by fire, uh, maybe we went go. to eastern Montana, and he woke up. You know, he fell asleep at night. Woke up at six in the morning, and we're coming through like South Dakota. And he wakes up and he sees the Black Hills, and he thinks they're just the biggest fucking peaks. In yeah. the world, you know, and he'd never seen mountains before. Yeah. Right? And he's fired up, you know, he's jumping up and down. And so yeah. this year, taking him out to the actual mountains, you know, to the Rocky Mountains, I think it'd be a little bit of an eye opener for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but to wake up and even if we just hear a couple bugles, you know, I mean, just yeah. to take him out there is going to be awesome. Yeah, Dude, that's awesome. When I, uh, when I killed my mountain lion, so uh, I skinned it, we got it off the mountain, skinned it at trays. But the, we, Devin and I, with our, we had our families out there, you know, my son was shit was he one at the time yeah he had just turned one yeah and isla may was three three and a half and we're in uh devin had his two boys and then we had the mountain lion we uh hung it up in the garage and, but before we took like a group photo and like all the kids are like what like yeah <laughs> watching them look at that mountain lion like they've seen cats and they're like oh what the what is this thing? <laughs> yeah. and then we had it hanging. We butchered it in the uh, in the. There was like a cold storage garage underneath the Airbnb. Right. There's just blood all over the floor. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I should clean that up or not, but it's funny watching like kids react to things because they don't really know much of a difference, but it's their first time seeing it and they're like, "What? Right. It's an alien." Yeah, you know. So. I've I've had Wyatt out. Wyatt's actually he's been with for about seven or eight turkeys getting shot. Dang, uh, I've dude. I've killed deer with them before. Uh, everything else, you know, there's only four. There's only four. So God, I feel like I'm a bad kidding. parent now. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, if man. you if you haven't brought them on something like that, bring them. I mean, they're yeah. especially like I'm I'm so involved with the hunting, everything else, and I try to involve them as well. I try to keep them yeah. included everything. You know, even when I'm doing the food bot stuff, you might hold the, for hold the flag for the youngest inclusion I think we've had on the show. Really, <laughs> yeah. like honestly, sure. Like a lot of guys, you know, six, seven, you know, but. Yeah, three, um, three and a half going 14 hours to Montana to kill a goat and then turn around 14 hours. Back we've never home. had anyone that's done you that. You know, he was, he was fired up about you Imagine it. him growing up talking shit. Man, I was four years old on the mountain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to have him on a podcast in 20 years. Oh, yeah. Motherfuckers, yeah. I was on a mountain. Yeah, so he, we'll have him on in five. He'd be like, give me them sticks, Kurt. I'm going right. to this. This is my show yeah. now. I'm like, hey, all right. Want a beer? Tell stories all the time. I mean, you know. I bet. So I killed uh killed a black bear in Wisconsin this year too. So he got to see the you know the dead bear, the cape, the head, and everything else. And then after that, it's his bear. That's oh, like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. He killed so, it. Yeah, he killed that bear. So everything I killed this year, actually, even the whitetail. So I left on a uh, Wednesday to go to go up and hunt because of the cold front that came in. And I sat in the tree for an hour, and I had a I had a nice twelve point come out, and I debated on shooting him, but I had the recurve. So I ended up popping him at like 14 yards at the recurve and he didn't run too far piled up, you know, and, uh, she brought the boys up. So I had the whole family there for that. 
That's so very cool. cool. So so badass. Everything I killed this year, you know, I had Wyatt with me for. That's cool. I try to get pictures like with at the house with the deer, yeah. and turkeys, and stuff. Yep. But do you ever bring them out tracking deer and stuff? I haven't had like a good opportunity yet sure. with it. Yeah. You know, a lot of yep. like some of the ground I have, like some now I'm fortunate. Now a lot of the ground I have is like kind of close. Uh, but some of the deers, but you know, that's a goal. That's I think yeah. this year I'm going to yep. try and do that. They're old enough now. Well, I'll right. make my daughter can walk, and yeah. she's just turned four. Mm-hmm. That's so. the only unfortunate thing when you kill them in the afternoon. Like everything's like rushed when it's yeah, dark right. out. Yeah, that's the thing. Absolutely. It's like oh, kids are already getting ready for bed, yeah. or they're already in bed. But it's like mm-hmm. you know what? Wake them up, right? You know, Let's, call the wife. Yeah. Wake them up. The next morning <laughs> might be might be hell, but it'll be worth <laughs> sorry, it. Sorry, yeah. sorry, honey. Yeah, they'd be crabby for a day or two, but <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it's right. worth it. So yeah, that's awesome, man. For sure, that's very cool. I when I killed my buck in November this year, Trey was in town. And uh, I went home to show the kids, and I'm showing the kids. Isla May had a, her little buddy was sleeping over, and I'm like, uh oh, like what's she gonna go home and tell her parents? Like, because I'm taking pictures with Isla May and the buck, and Trey's like, Trey loves kids. He's like, you want to take a picture with the deer too? And so we put Isla May's friend up there, and she's like, oh, you can tell, she, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. My kids are kind of like, yeah, common practice, like, right? No, and, Trey's just gonna put you in that awkward situation. Well, you know, she wanted to be, <laughs> she wanted to be in the pictures with Isla May, but like. I was kind of looking at Sam like I don't. That's fine, I think, but like I just don't want her parents to be weird about it, right? And uh, so we, got, we did. Right. Yeah, well, no, they they know, but I just don't know. Like, it's, it's a not weird, your it's not your kid. It's a weird situation, it's right? Not like, your I'm kids, bad with it. Right? So uh, it's just kind of funny. Like I wonder what her what she you know a three four year old went home and said to her parents like so oh yeah there's a blood all over and a dead de- yeah I don't know who knows but so daycare is very limited. And, I mean this is way off topic, but he. Uh, he goes to like a part-time 4k program to kind of like get him introduced to school and stuff while well, it's at yeah. a church yeah yeah you know so we, we bring him there and he you know he met some new friends met some new buddies stuff like that but when they when it's time to fucking play that dude's setting up animals and he's snipering <laughs> these things <laughs> and he's like oh i just shot that one and the teacher's like oh no we don't say that kind of stuff you know oh, it's, he's like, dead. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh maybe we go to a different school yeah well what Hey, there could be worse things your kids do. Hey, you know, oh, yeah. you know yeah. parenting's hard. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody said it was easy. Parenting's hard. That's why Doug doesn't do it. Yeah, screw well, that. Well, dude, you're killing it, man. This was a fun conversation. Yeah. yeah. I hope you come back. Bring your bring your buddies next that we're on that trip. We'll have oh, them yeah. come back to the studio. Bring, bring, hell, bring your kid with. Oh, yeah. It'd he, be a blast. He, he's got, said that, he's um, got stories for days for you guys. We'll put the mustache right next to this mustache. They can get them all entwined and infused. Don't make me get the wax out. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing you didn't bring them during Pride Month. Ooh. She would have got wild. Ooh. What? <laughs> and also, should we say that you killed your black bear with a recurve? Like, that's badass. Yeah. yeah. yeah so it's, uh, that's so gangster. 350 pound dressed out. Just is that 40 yards. Hey, man, you're, you're doing the damn thing. Pump, pump, you're doing pumped them. So. I love the, the smorgasbord of Whatever just kill is, stories you, you provided. Yeah. Well, so, a little backstory on all that. After I killed, you know, them, them bucks and the elk and everything that year, it's like, well, how the fuck do I top this? <laughs> you can't, dude. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and especially not drawing elk tags and stuff. So I was in the middle of uh, building a house, work full time, so I had no time for anything. So I never picked up my compound last year. I just told myself, I'm going to shoot this recurve, you know, and I ended up ordering a new recurve, so it was a little bit heavier to shoot everything else, and I'm just going to stick with it all year. I love it, dude. So this year you are? Oh, that was last year. year. That was last, last year. year. So I killed that bear and I killed that. Uh, what do you do for a living? Point. Just to add into that. Uh, I work on power lines. I'm a lineman. Cool. So it's hard yeah. work. It's all right. So it's good. 
I'm in our wildcats, man. Should be really good yeah. at fucking setting tree stands, I can tell you. Oh, that. everybody chooses me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't I don't use the saddles and stuff. I'll go up, I'll hang my sticks, and I'll just kind of wrap. Do you use your spurs? No, I just wrap like a my knee kind of on the back side of my knee. Um, Dude, my I'll, old man's I'll, I'll tuck that. Yeah, I'll tuck that in behind the top step and I'll just reach out and I'll throw a stand. Do you up. use spurs when you're working? When I'm working, yeah. I, I a lot trying, of guys yeah, we have we have climbers and everything else for climbing poles stuff like that a lot of guys will use those for saddle hunting yeah, yeah. he yeah. takes so his old climber right. out there so a tyler with the mustache he's a lineman as well so it's kyle you know we all work together um but tyler saddle hunts a little bit and he'll use his, his spurs his spurs i was wondering how they do with like a uh, bark um you gotta kind of punch the pole a little bit more just to get through the bark um what do they call it gaffing out when you slip yeah you gaff out Ugh, i don't so, know if i could do that yeah yeah, yeah it should a couple happen. times in that i'd be like yeah. shit my pants <laughs> you ever gaffed out i have yeah what what do you do how do you just hold on to your lineman rope just bear hug it um so we have we have cinches that'll actually like cinch onto the tree or not the tree but the, the, pole. the pole when we do gaff out but a lot of times when you gaff out it's only one foot so you always have one foot or the other in the pole so as long as you don't fully commit to that foot you know, if you're climbing up and you gaff out, you just kick your leg out, and normally you hold on. You got any spare spurs laying oh, around? I do. You need some? I'd, I would like to experiment with it. Yes, yeah. I really would. Yeah, I can bring some down. You're going to you change the game? You have to come down and teach me. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it's it, they're light. I mean, they're light. You can go as high as you want, everything else. You do you have an extra pair? Yeah. I got two extra sets. Dude, bring one down. Let's fuck around. Yeah. We got a, te- a telephone pole out here. We can try it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kurt, we have a lineman with us. He'll keep us keep going, Kurt. Get You're not going to hit your... Yeah. <laughs> I went too high. Ouch. Hey, just don't touch that. Yeah, he touched oh, it. Yeah, I'm upside down like a crow. <laughs> Holding on to the bottom. Yeah, might as well. Let's fuck around a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be scared. Well, I'm not going to lie. I'll be nervous, but... Yeah, Dude, like anything I'll do it. First time. Some great stories, man. Yeah, no, I appreciate right. you guys having me on. So. Yeah, no problem. Come back, come back come back and bring your boys. I think we can have some fun. As long as you're bringing cheese and... Uh, yeah, we'll bring cheese every time. We'll bring the beer. So, you bring the cheese. You need cheese and maybe a little bit of New Glarus, we'll bring it. Okay, and a couple elk so, pens. Yeah, we can do that. All right, I'll pair. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to this podcast on record. <laughs> on record. Where can people find you, man? Uh, I... I mean, Instagram, Facebook. Plug it um, away. Whatever, yeah. I don't know what it, the name of it. Shem's either 10, 9. I don't fucking know. I can't believe there's eight other Kurt, ones look it up. in this fucking world. On Instagram? But, yeah. Instagram. You look it up. I'm running the sticks. I'll, I'll put uh, it I'll put it in the episode description. Yeah, no problem. But, so, thanks, but yeah, man. Other than that, um, I do have, like, a little TikTok, but it's just too yeah, much plug it. in there. So What is, what is it called? I, it's, I think it's just my name. All right. I'm not too involved with it, but I love it, dude. You know, it's it's there. So, I don't do much of the TikToks either. It's okay. Yeah. So it's all good. Well, you're a killer man. It's been honored to have yeah. you in the studio. Oh, I enjoy yeah, hearing you your stories. Thanks Absolutely. for coming. And you're a humble dude, man. Like we liked you. We just for the record, for people we just met you at the at the Wisconsin show. Like you just yeah. came by the booth and yeah. like we just started chatting. I'm like, dude, right. let's let's fucking podcast. Well, and that's yeah. where I listened to you guys enough where like I don't I already know you guys. I don't need to ask you guys questions about your, your hunts and stories because I know most of them. Mm. You, know, yeah, you guys yeah. say I'm on here, so it's like I walk up to you guys. You guys have no idea who I am, but it's like, you know, you're talking about a bucket he killed, and it's like, yeah, I know. I'll listen to it all day long. You know, I, I love it. You know, it never gets old for me. You're sitting there telling That's a story, cool. and Eric's just like, I've yeah. heard this story yeah, 40 times. Yeah. First of all, that didn't happen the way you originally told yeah. it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, I know <laughs> it a different way. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you listening to what we do and supporting mm-hmm. what we do. Come yeah, on. You, you've oh, been you by guys, the booth a couple of years, man. Yeah. And we really appreciate you guys, it. You guys come a long ways. I mean, we've Thanks, been listening man. for guys for a few years now and, you know, just seeing involved to what it's at. I mean, that's, 
you know, I admire it. So thank you, man. Absolutely. We'll have to bring your wild mustache friends and lineman yeah. boys in here and teach us how to drink beer and cuss yeah. and throw rocks. Yeah, I'll bring Wyatt. He'll grab beer for us. Hey, that's so a he's, good he's idea. Good at that. He's good yeah. at that. We'll hire him. Yeah, hire him for <laughs> have a little, little kiddo night here. Just tips. He's got yeah. a tip jar. Be <laughs> a good way to get gas money back and forth. Well, cool, man. Right, Doug. You got anything? Uh, thanks for coming. Yeah. Well, for good me. luck this year. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming, man. Yeah. Stopping by the yeah. booth and shooting the shit. Absolutely. Thanks for coming down. Looking awesome. forward to seeing what you tip over this fall. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. I did draw a Montana take again, so. You did? I did, yeah. I got Shit's in trouble. Combo, combo Montana take, so. Oh, boy. We'll kill it, man. I'm rooting for you. I know everything yeah. will be in trouble. It's been an honor having you on and had yeah. a lot of fun with this one. Appreciate so it, guys. We'll do this again. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for watching. If you're on YouTube, go to our YouTube. We're going to start doing monthly giveaways. If you're on there, we're going to be pulling uh, winners from the comments yep. and shares and likes. So if you comment, like, and share, we'll make sure that all adds up. We're going to start drawing names every month. I want to do a big monthly giveaway for the next year. Try and give some love, you know, um, on our YouTube channel. Yeah. You think, and real quick, we got a new hat in the store right now, the PVC logo hat. Oh, I don't have it on right Kurt's now. Kurt doesn't have it on right it's my now, new hat. he was wearing it. And then we have some new shirts coming, too, so look forward to those Ooh. coming down the line. Workingclassboner.com. Give us a rating, review, wherever you listen. Support us. We appreciate okay. you. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. Peace. Peace.